Some cults are good, most cults are bad, but I'll tell you what really makes me sad. I can't decide which cult to join. If only there were a podcast out there to rank all the cults using some sort of bracket system like they do for basketball playoffs for college teams. It's madness, madness. Go. Go. Oh. And he's at the 50. He's at the 40. He's at the 20. The ta- Oh, touchdown, touchdown Sooners. Sooners. It's OU Texas weekend, ladies and gentlemen. There goes the schooner. Oh, man. I actually, I look up the score for OU Texas weekend every year. Just yes, just because. Just because. Just because. Because I do. I just do. Because I want to beat Texas. I want to beat Texas. It's something that's just like so like ingrained you can't help it you can't yeah. help it like as much as as i have come to resent the ou football program just on general principle <laughs> over the course of my life yeah. this is the weekend that uh, i'm i'm still rooting for them because yeah, you know exactly. what yeah yes. and it was really good because i looked at the score oh, yeah. and it was like 55 40 Ooh. something mm-hmm. oh just now yeah. Was, oh. yeah. No, it's it's it always was, in the morning. Yes, it is. Because they, it's always at like 10 o'clock in the morning because they know, the organizers know that Everybody's they're going to be, be so drunk. drunk. You can't put the game, but if you make the game at 7 o'clock at night, people will already have died and stabbed other people. <laughs> uh-huh. That's true. So it's like, they're already going to be both. drunk at yes, 10. But the, yeah. it minimizes the amount of damage they can Yes, because it's not like they have like all afternoon and then roll up at 3. No, yeah. Uh, so. But Did Texas we, was up 28 in the first quarter. And I was like, nice. nice. And then just, <laughs> I just, just lost it. it. Lost it. <laughs> One of my favorite things that I ever saw, and I, I've never been, and I get up early in the morning and I go to bed fairly early in the evening. I do too. So I've never been a like, Carson, like Tonight Show, kind of uh-huh. watch, no matter what they are, the Tonight Especially Show. Especially you're like, that comes on at 11.30. Oh shit. I'm like, oh, David Letterman. I'm like, I, why are you still up? But um, Ross who was this guy who did NBC stuff for a while. Oh, yes. Ross once went to OU Texas weekend, and I think that was the funniest thing I have ever seen on network television. It was very, very funny. <laughs> OU Texas weekend is uh, always when Jesse, uh, excuse me, Penny and I would go to the mall, like our <laughs> yearly trip to the mall. Yes. No one will be at the mall. Nope. We lived in Norman. No one will be in the mall. No one will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no. So that was our one time we go like to the Spirit Halloween <laughs> shop. <laughs> Anything you needed from the Anything you yeah. need to do. That's right. Because it's out of town, too. Right, so it's out of town. So, yes. Oh, yes. So, you Texas oh, you Texas weekend. It's fall. It's fall break next week. It's the book fair. I got my book fair. I spent yes. all Friday Fuck. setting yeah. up the book fair. The book fair was, oh, God, it was my favorite. It's the best thing. And it's not like I was, like, denied books any other time, you know? Right, like, right. It, but it was just, like, I knew that I could go in there, like, anything I wanted. Want the book fair. Oh, I had a kid come up to me and go, Miss Clay, did you love the book fair when you were little? And I had to pat him on the head and say, we didn't have the book fair when I was little. <laughs> Yesenia, no. we had riff. <laughs> we had a scholastic book order. We had a scholastic book order, <laughs> yes. But book fair, no. No, the book fair wasn't until later, but these, my scholastic book order. Uh, yes, I was, like, I cut out the strip avid. and mark it and, like, Put mm-hmm. it in the envelope with the and, coins. And, and then stuff. weeks later, you get your copy of Bananas Magazine or something like that. <laughs> the Garfield book. Yes. Garfield book exactly. Magazine. A dynamite poster. A dynamite poster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. But uh, yes, it's book fair. We got some good stuff. It's holiday. Got some good holiday books. I got a lot of Spanish language books. So I was very pleased. That's good. Uh-huh. There's a lot of good stuff. One thing that's stuff. really cool at my library is um, the Library of Congress 
NLS has recently, well, I don't know, within the last like year, yeah. year and a half, two years, finalized what's called the Marrakesh Treaty, Ooh. which allows us to access audiobooks from um, other countries, oh. which means other languages. Nice. Which, it, it, like, quintuples our foreign language collection no doubt i don't have to wait for since nice. it's not all spanish which is you need spanish but right <laughs> often people speak other languages yeah and like not i mean here you know we don't actually have a lot of spanish language patrons mm-hmm. we and um but there are some and as things that I've learned going to other conferences, we do have some Spanish language patrons here. But like one time I went and I was talking to the people at the New York uh-huh. Library for, for the, the blind, blind. And they're like, we need Russian language materials. We need Polish. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh I, yeah, guess I guess do. you do. <laughs> um, That's super cool. And so it is really neat. And so I have I have had to come up with some subject headings Excellent. for the language. Hot cataloging it action. Hot cataloging action. And like. This what is, field this is, is that? It's the four hundred. <laughs> this is a this is a deep cataloging cut. You okay, guys. yes. Um, it is the four hundreds, and uh, like four sixty is Spanish oh, and that's Spanish. The Dewey, but like, what's the cataloging reference? Like, what line of your mark record? Oh, I don't do mark. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't go that deep. Got, okay, okay. But um, oh, this is the four hundreds, and um. <laughs> But there were so many uh-huh. languages that I, because I, you can't do a cutter number. No, cutter numbers are ridiculous long. And it's like um, it goes all the way around the book. Yeah, you can't do a cutter number. <laughs> and so I had to step out of the prescribed <gasps> zones oh, for different languages. Oh. And I was like, this is not. This is the four fifty. This is not a four fifty. I'm going to make like four fifty point two. Surrounded by dark matter. It's just furious. It's the closest to existing inside a black hole a human being will ever get. <laughs> it's like this is a non doing number. This isn't how it works. Um, but that also reminded the me zone. of. The negative Dewey. <laughs> what books are on like negative, negative. 0.31? Uh, the Turner Diaries. Oh, um, <laughs> No, that reminded me just now, and I don't have the complete information, but last week whenever I talked about the um, the man who redid the 200s to include Judaica. Yeah, right, yes. That was from, it was from a chapter of a book that I don't remember, but the name of the chapter was When Dewey Got Dewey. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. And it was like how, I can't remember his name, uh-huh. like, redid this you know what the 200s are about religion but are all about christianity we should include other religions we should include other yeah so i thought that that was a really fun title and good job lady good job lady (laughs) and that's library corner thank jenny i know that that part was especially for Mm -hmm. you anybody else tell us about your favorite scholastic book yes what's your book fair do you have anybody else have riff memories (gasps) reading is fundamental and emphasis on the fun uh-huh. and since our mom was the school librarian we would help lay out the riff books and then just take one of all that we wanted because <laughs> those were the yeah those those were the free ones those were the free ones um <laughs> i had like i was you know like well count them on cristo i need this <laughs> <laughs> do i whenever i was in school there was if at one point there was sustained silent reading mm-hmm. and um so we would all have to the and i was best. like yes and then they get sort of sustained silent reading. They changed the name to um, Deer. Deer, That's which right. is drop everything and read. And yeah, I was like, 30 I minutes, 30 
Oh, see, when I was, my last few years in the classroom before I switched to the library, I was taught seventh grade and there was a big deer initiative. So my team all divided up and I was like, I'll take Friday. And so on Friday in my class, it was deer day, which means you're going to come into my class and you're going to read all period long. I would be at the front of the room modeling, reading all day long. That's a great way to end the week. It doesn't matter what you read. Don't matter what you read. And I would keep, I have a classroom library. I uh, had my... Uh, Aaron and I have two or three primary sources for a great deal of our information, and yes. one of which is the books of lists. Yes. Yes. And I had copies of the books of lists that I kept in my classroom, and anytime I would have a recalcitrant child, I would just open it to the list of, like, people who had extra limbs and digits. I'd be like, <laughs> things found in stomachs. Things found in stomachs. And the <laughs> next thing I know, I'm, like, trying to get the book back from them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Reading, it's good. It's fun. It's fundamental and it's shit. fundamental and shit. I never even cashed in my personal pan pizzas because I thought that was disgusting. I don't. You don't need to bribe me with a gross little pizza. <laughs> Thank you. I'm. I'm busy reading. Right? Shh. What you need to do is hush because <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to read. Okay. Well. All right. Let's get down let's to get business. Down. I have one tiny mail okay. to read, and then we can get down to business. And this is from what I'm gonna Nicole, whom I'm just gonna from now on refer to it as our Sooner State super fan. Okay. And the, yes, she's our southeastern Sooner State. Her uh, email title is Small Town Okay is the best. So it's got to tell you, every time you mention Stigler, I snort laugh. I grew up in the far superior town of Gore. <laughs> Named after Thomas P. Gore, the blind governor of Oklahoma. Uh, yes, Almost he was a blind yeah. senator from blind Oklahoma. Blind senator from Oklahoma. And, and Gore Vidal's grandfather. And Gore Vidal's grandfather. Thank you very much. He was from Washington, and he wanted to get into politics. And someone was like, you know, they just made a new state. You should get down there. And he was like, shit, shit. let me go. All right. Get and then became the shit. senator. And he is buried not half a mile from our house. Oh, in the oh, yeah, Presbyterian yeah. Cemetery? Uh-huh. I did well, not that- know that. I mean, yeah, the one that's up on, yeah. Yeah, the big nice one by David's Church. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. It's it's the entrance that's right off of Chartel. Okay. It's like right inside the door. The big nice entrance. Uh Uh, Is it the big color? Yes, it's the one that's right inside the door. Okay. Sweet. We'll take a picture of that. The tasteful 40-foot obelisk. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So dad grew up in Porham. Has some family still there. Porham, hell yeah. A small town with an interesting history. (laughs) Yes. Home of a famous bass fisherman, as I recall, going through the... And the Bell Star landing. Also, God, I can't remember his name, but he was, it's like 1997 bareback champion. (laughs) It's like Justin McElhaney. It's Cody something. It's It's Cody something. It's gotta be Cody something. Bareback champion. And (laughs) uh, my question was up for Porum was always, the Stigler is the county seat and they're the Panthers and y'all are like 10 minutes away and y'all are the Panthers. What gives you the right to also be the Panthers? I also wonder if Porham is more than just a street, but uh, please, I'm, I'm sure, sure it's right. two streets. Okay, okay. so finish the It's news. also a fascinating history. It's also a fascinating history. <laughs> I have cousins with actual Stigler fam as well. I live in Tahlequah now. Super nice. The Quah. The My next door neighbor is from, her words, Big Stig. Big Stig. <laughs> Stig. Yeah. We always call it Stig's Town. <laughs> Stig's or Stig's Town. Stigs. To the point where now mom is like, are you guys going to Stig's? <laughs> and truly it's a joy to hear Northeast Oklahoma small town memories. Take care, Nicole. Hell yes. Yes. We're going to, it's fall break this week. We're going to be going to Stig's and doing all kinds of shit. So we will have more stories for you next. One of the funniest week. things I ever saw was uh, on my on our way to Tahlequah one year because mm-hmm. we had a friend uh, studying optometry at uh, NSU. 
What's up, Julie? That's where both of our parents went and yeah. met. Uh-huh. What's Indeed. up, Julie? Uh, and... On the way there, we drove through some town, and I, you know, we're stopped at a light, and I just like looked to the left, and there was a bar that had a sign out front that said "Adult Daycare." (laughs) (laughs) And I've been laughing about that for coming up on twenty years now. Yes. It's so good. All right. So that that's good good times, man. Good times. Okay. Well, enjoy these good times now. Uh, yeah, from what I, Erin and I have not been telling each other her cults, but I believe this week will be a race to the bottom. She says hers is bad. I bet mine's worse. So let's begin. There can be only one. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. Amanda. To the shittiest. Yeah. G'day. Right. Do you like esoteric breast massage? Wait. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going back to the birthplace of corn thins. Corn thins. Straya. Straya. Hey, Anya. Ser- Serge Benhayon was born in the Uruguayan capital of Montevideo in 1964 and moved with his family to Sydney, Australia in 1970. Okay. Uh, he went to school and eventually became a tennis coach. There's not a lot of information <laughs> yeah. about his early life, which is fine with me because it seems like for my last cults, I've been like, let's go back to the dawn of time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was born in Uruguay and then he became a tennis coach. And next up, exactly. we have the cult. And here we go. So Serge was uh, married to a woman named Deborah, and they had four kids. Mm-hmm. As a tennis coach, Serge coached several young girls. Gotcha. Um, including a 13-year-old girl named Miranda. Uh, Serge said that they could would really do best if they lived in his house. Oh, okay. No red flags there. Right. Not a and one. so Miranda needed to move in when she was 13. Mm-mm. Miranda's mother went ballistic, and she oh, said, she's like, Serge promised... He could get her to Wimbledon, but she needed to stay at his house once a week, which eventually became full time. Mm -mm. Adult Uh. Miranda says her parents totally supported the idea for her to move in with Serge. Also, she hasn't talked to her parents in over a decade. (laughs) They totally supported me, and Mm -hmm. I haven't spoken to them since. And Miranda was was not the only girl who was staying with him. Miranda's special, as we will learn. Gross. A former tennis colleague of Serge, Serge's, uh, Steve Parr, head coach at t- Zone. <laughs> a former tennis colleague of Serge's, Steve Parr, head coach at Zone Tennis in Brisbane. Zone Tennis in Brisbane. Exactly. Says he fired Ben, Ye- ben Hayon for poaching other coaches' players, including Miranda. Mm-hmm. A former student of Serge's said he went looking for a new coach because. To be frank, I left because I felt like he was trying to control my life, but also because he was really a bit weird with Miranda. Steve Rigby, president of Alstonville Tennis Club, said he asked Serge to resign because Serge was too distracted and no longer focused on tennis. So Serge was fired from both Zone Tennis in Brisbane and the Alstonville Tennis Club. Mm. Mm -hmm. What was distracting Serge other than preteen girls? Gross. Is that enough? (laughs) Oh, my God, you guys. Okay. Well... In 1999, Serge Benhayon was sitting on the toilet when he had some esoteric revelations. Oh, yeah. These are new methods for alternative healing, and they were presented to him. And he heard the (coughs) the name Sanat Kumara and about 
the hierarchy. Ooh. Search realized that he was the reincarnation of Leonardo da Vinci. Sitting right there on the loo, he realized. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you know. Hang on. To be fair, he did say, I never actually said it. I hint at it, and I joke about it, to show that da Vinci did something more than just paint. He left an impression, an energetic quality on Earth that was greater than just the paintings. And when you stand in front of his paintings, you get a really good feeling. I've observed people in galleries, and it's the paintings they stand in from the longest. Like, he noticed that, like, if people are standing in front of, like, Chagall paintings, they don't, they don't, they don't have the same hang around. Also, da Vinci didn't do a lot of paintings that are uh-huh. hanging in museums. No, museums. No, he, really he did, did a lot of frescoes. There was sculpting. Uh-huh. Yeah, there were some frescoes. And I also think that pretty much anybody who thinks about Leonardo da Vinci doesn't think, well, he did some paintings, but he didn't really, like, didn't he invent the helicopter? <laughs> yes. Like yeah, no. a helicopter, he, yeah. He left an energetic impression. He did. That yeah. was on Earth that was greater than just the paintings. There's libraries devoted to it. People also anyway, don't sorry. linger in front of uh, paintings by really famous uh, painters because, uh, you know, they've been told how famous those painters are. Yeah, well. That's, that does not cause people to linger I was thinking about that there. the other day when I was on the toilet. Longer. Oh. Serge was also... Imhotep, Pythagoras, St. Peter, and the spirit of a woman named Alice A. Bailey, who was a theosophist and the author of a bunch of books about esoteric healing. And if you're thinking, hey, isn't this Ascended Master shit? You would be correct. Correct. Because as we know from Elizabeth Clare Prophet and the Church Universal and Triumphant, reincarnation is one's person's very own night of a thousand stars. It really is. And one thing we've learned about cults is that if you were reincarnated, you were definitely Cleopatra and Napoleon. That's true. There's only only about six people ever Uh who lived on this earth. So, a voice came to Serge saying, Heaven shines on those whose hearts bleed with love and compassion bestowed upon you as my kingdom. I've read that several times. It does. Okay. (laughs) I thought the words came to my head, but they were coming from my heart. I fought them. I thought they were ridiculous. Even though they were beautiful, my head said, that's impossible. Who do you think you are? No, but he wasn't just hearing voices because, he said, everything was really still and sensible. It wasn't voices I was hearing. It was energetic impulses, what we will call an impress. From this impress or drop of energy, Serge saw energy all around and that he was connected energetically to an ancient lineage of living wisdom and thus he had access to the true universal heart, which, as we will find out, means he doesn't need any kind of medical training at, at all. Thank oh, heavens. So, mm. so it was energy that you were dropping uh-huh. on, the, <laughs> on the toilet there. Sir was a simple man looking Christ. to buy a tennis center. <laughs> I'm just Sandra. a man standing in front of a tennis Sandra. <laughs> because he'd been fired from two hey, tennis Sandras already. Joke in mine too. <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> He'd already been fired from two tennis saunters already. So anyway. Be quiet, mate. Exactly. Get out. Get out. In my head, everything was saying, hey, it's safe, Serge. You're good at what you're doing. Stay doing what you're doing. You're not, you're not good at what you're doing. No. The embodiment of previous incarnations in terms of being told what I was and wasn't came because I resisted the work. I didn't want to do it. I just wanted to continue being a tennis coach. You never want to do the work. But No. He was forced to take up his calling right there in Alstonville. And I'm sure that it is a mere coincidence that Alstonville is geographically very close to Byron Bay, Bangalore, Guggengary, and 
Mullumbimbi, where people have been yearning for a new paradigm ever since the consciousness-altering 1973 Aquarius Festival. <gasps> so that is... Anya, a, tell us, tell yes, us. Yes, we need to know. It says, Australian listeners, please write in with any and all information. Mm-hmm. Debbie, did y'all hear about that in South Africa? Were you just jealous because you didn't have that festival? <laughs> just asking. She's like, South Africa and Australia are very far apart. <laughs> you're both down there. <laughs> it's like, right, right. you're like right in yeah. the neighbors. You know, we're, we're, we're just right by Russia. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Alaska. In 2002, Deborah, Serge's wife, got scared when he told her that he was Da Vinci. <laughs> <laughs> Afraid that the media attention would eventually come and ruin their family. <laughs> Serge told her, if I were to stop, I would be shutting down my heart and I couldn't do that. No. So they split. <laughs> But also stayed together. Okay. In 2010, uh, he married Miranda, Miranda. Uh, who currently lives oh alongside Deborah as sister wives. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. And no. I did not do the math. Miranda was born in 1989, so I believe by 2010 she was of legal age. Legal age is. Yeah. Legal age is. Is it yeah. even legal age when she moved into your house when she was 13? No shit. Nope. Legal age is like minimum wage. It's it really like, is. <laughs> yes. It's like now. Can I now? Can I? I was like, dude, dude, stop. So. Okay. You know how some cults have insane complicated origin stories where the leader like writes it all down and mm-hmm. we have to struggle to explain shit? Yes. This is not one of them. <laughs> Appropriate for the cult that was birthed <laughs> on the toilet. This comes directly from Serge's <laughs> ass. Yes. <laughs> One of Serge's uh. earliest realizations was that everyone is influenced by two types of energy. Okay. Prana, which is evil, okay. and fire, which is good. Okay. It turns out that the vast body of human knowledge and wisdom accumulated over the centuries, songs, art, parables, prayers, the secular and spiritual traditions, philosophers, rituals, cultures that have come to reflect the diversity of human existence mm-hmm. are all... Bullshit. Of course. Man. This is total prana shit. I've been waiting for some Brisbane toilet wisdom to leave. <laughs> total prana shit. This That's evil energy leads people away from the truth, and these things must be rejected. The only fiery good uh-huh. music is the genius talents of Ben Hayon student Chris James or Miranda or Serge's son Michael. One unnamed student or apostate said, Serge calls it esoteric or glorious music. He says, this is going to be the most amazing music you'll ever hear on another level of energy. And it's essentially cheesy 90s bad romantic pop. I was going to say, it's just men at work over and over. Terrible. It's not even men at work. Kylie. No, it's just these fucking dudes. Dude, no. Chris, James, Miranda, or Serge's son, Michael. However, (laughs) a few years ago, Ben Hayon decided that listening to Elvis's music was once again permissible because he had returned to Earth as an esoteric being. Elvis started his career fiery, good, but then got lost in the pranic world of ambition, alcohol, drugs. Colonel Tom Parker's Before his death in (laughs) Memphis. And now he was back living the life of a quite simple guy, his energy clear. 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 Going clear. Copyright. There's a lot of going Um, clear here. Oh, wow. Like all cults, universal medicine believes that it is your fault if you feel bad. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excuse me. Excellent. Leave that in. (laughs) I'm serious. Leave the bourbon. Diseases are caused by energetic disharmony resulting from poor life choices. Is that what that was you just released? Some poor life choices. We're going to get to it. (laughs) We're going to get to it. 
diseases are caused by energetic disharmony resulting from poor life choices made in this and previous lifetimes. Yes. Including children with disabilities or that have been abused. They are being punished for errors in their their past lives. If you you. have been abused, then you are an abuser. Or you are the reincarnation of a corrupt politician or dictator. Also, and this is a quote. Okay. All our autistic people are an incarnation of former authority abuse over others. As our Down syndrome, as our the word is spastic. Okay. Which is epileptic. Yes. Okay. Or any other disabled child. Seizure disorders. Okay. So, all those kids. Oh, that's it. They, they. In they, a past life, they were Nero. Right. So, they, they deserve this. Uh-huh. Okay. So, keep that in mind. <sighs> okay. Because well. we know exactly what Surge thinks of the children. <laughs> They're going to need a Surge protector. Oh! to the restrictive diet portion of the cult. <laughs> yes, yes. First of you all, I, right before you get sleep deprived. Uh, first of all, I want to tell you guys that eating one meal a day brings you closer to God. Um, foods <laughs> have either pranic or fiery in- energy. And I didn't say this before, but the prana or the pranic or fiery energy comes from the atomic womb of God. Natch. So, um, fiery, which are good, uh-huh. foods are, include green apples, Almonds, green vegetables, and fish. They are fiery, as in foods that nourish a person's soul. You must cook them, as raw food causes damp. (laughs) I'm mildewing from the inside, because I ate that fish. Other fiery foods are olives, turmeric, garlic, beets, apples, spinach, basil, Avocado. In fact, rubbing avocado oil on your belly over the ovaries and uterus helps the body restore its own iron levels. Also, parsley. What if you don't have an ovaries or uterus? Parsley and oregano. And you can eat lamb if it is cooked in garlic and turmeric. Now, let's let's go do a rundown of these foods that are allowed. Okay. Green apples. Yes. Almonds. Yes. Green vegetables. Fish. Olives. Turmeric. Garlic. Beets. Spinach. Basil. Avocado, parsley, and oregano. Okay. And you can eat lamb if it's, if it's cooked, cooked in garlic, garlic and turmeric. So sounds, that sounds like a balanced diet with lots of I, Mediterranean. I've cult, worse cult diets. Oh, way worse. However, the look on your face tells me you're about to lay some more <laughs> truth on us. <laughs> We're going to talk about the things that are chronic. Okay. This includes all coffee, sugar, and alcohol. As well as carrots, potatoes, coconut milk, tomatoes, all legumes and grains, including rice, beef, dried fruit, vinegar, non-free-range chicken, kangaroo, <laughs> sweet potatoes, cooked apples, gluten, ginger, dairy milk, shark meats, and eggs. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna love Australia for including kangaroo and shark meat. In this <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it would never occur to me. To, like, is shark meat allowable? Is shark meat allowable? No, what it is? Kangaroo, no. Venison, yes. Here's oh. your here's your your good foods are have no protein in them, mm-hmm. and your bad foods are all legumes and grains. Right, legumes and grains. Well, we need you to be and, and milk, dairy mm-hmm. milk, and yeah, we need you to be. Hungry. Hungry, and your brain doesn't have everything that it Doesn't needs. have everything you need. And so here's some quotes. You can't know God if you don't eat garlic. Gotcha. Uh. But on the flip side, you are incapable of being the love you are if you eat dairy. 
And you can really see the truth of these statements in the grossly enlarged thyroid gland in Serge's throat that you can see from the outside. And it kind of looks like he's having trouble swallowing. Get that removed. Foods can rotate in and out. Eggs can be fiery one day in and out of me. Eggs can be fiery one day and pranic the next. And all of these dietary restrictions and allowances also apply, apply to children, including a case of a 10-month-old who was taken to the hospital because it was starving, starving to, to death. death. Yes. Mm-hmm. If, I'm eating the, if I'm eating the proper foods, then my breast milk should be enough for my baby, but I'm not going to look for logic around here. Thank you. Can you even nurse? Is your milk pranic? Uh, yeah, I was going to say my milk. What about that? I'm going to bet it's pranic. I bet. <laughs> So, people are encouraged to energetically clear their grocery shopping by placing their receipt on a universal healing symbol. <laughs> My receipt. <laughs> Does it's this, like crest receipt. Uh-huh. Does the healing symbol validate for parking? Exactly. Or? So, here's a little bit of history, you guys. Serge Ben-Hayon began using his own healings in 1999. <clears throat> and these were for private use only. Party over. Oops. Out of time. Exactly. <laughs> When Desiree Deloy, Delaloy, a graphic Desiree artist Deloy. and someone who has worked with symbolism in her, her work, met Serge Ben Hayon in 2001, it became apparent that there were many that were interested to explore or experience the possible healing benefits of the healing symbols. Now, okay. I saw some of these symbols. Let's see. In fact, you can purchase them for less than 10 Australian dollars and print them out okay. okay is it like teachers pay teachers where you have to pay before you can download the like classroom banners possibly i don't know no it's 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 you are paying surge yes ma'am i am okay so paying one was called extractor one and this symbol is for the specific purpose of clearing energy from objects like jewelry, clothing, gifts, photos, or anything you feel needs an energetic clearing. Uh-huh. You place the objects on top of the card. Next to your receipt. It says you can place the whole shopping bag at once on the card, or you can place a card under a piece of furniture to get the whole gotcha. furniture okay. cleared. cleared. And this one is like a navy blue diagonal stripe kind of thick across a square with like a curved stripe kind of coming down from the corner cutting across the diagonal stripe okay there's obviously an extractor too yes um this one is a negative past (laughs) and past life imprints remover this is a powerful cleanser of negative negative energy and interference excuse me keep it in Whilst resting, place it under any area of the body that might feel heavy to you. <laughs> this one is like a dark rust-colored square. It's like square that's like cut diagonally. Okay. And so on the diagonal, the whole bottom triangle is filled in. And there's kind of like a backwards like K arm kind of sticking out of yes, it. Yes, okay, okay. And then there's the nurturing symbol, which is a square. And like coming in from the left side of the square was like a big triangle, like the length of the whole side. And then like the bottom was sort of a a semicircle coming up from Mm -hmm. the bottom. And this one is hot pink. And this symbol can help anchor the flow of stillness from the heart to the sacred chakra, Mm. which is, you know, the pelvic zone. (laughs) And can be used to encourage self-nurturing in men and women. And you place it under under your heart or pelvic area while resting. Okay. And now this brings us to the bad touches portion of the cult. Okay. God damn it. There is a lot 
of bad of touch. Bullshit going on. Really? With this. There's so it's just well, you know, there's so much talking. Yeah, there's a there's lot of so talking. much. These talk. cult leaders love to hear themselves talk. Oh, they fucking do, and especially this one who who um doesn't like the spotlight. Oh, you know? No. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, so <laughs> first and foremost, universal medicine or Unimed is that is that special Unimed. kind of misogyny that tells women that they're shit and then offers them the tools to bring out the girl power in all of them. Oh, and God. one way to do this is to claim one way is to claim that disease suffered by nearly every woman on earth is a lack of self-worth. It is a modern day plague. Another way to, is to tell women that mm. men are all terrible and it's your fault. Aww. When Aww. a man comes, like ejaculates inside of the woman, she takes in all of his bad energy because sex is just like energetic rape. Like it rapes your energy. Even if it's consensual with someone you love. Gotcha. Okay. Men have lost their way because women have lost themselves. Women have I been. I am glad that it remains our fault. Fucking guy. <laughs> well, yeah, the so reason, yeah, God. like you've made him terrible, and so when it comes to intimate time, right, it's bad. You get that terribleness yeah. back. Women have been using their mental energy to please their dads. They've been involved in sports, which is bad because sports leads to a thickening of the vaginal walls. Also, women are more competitive, which means that their right ovary gets more powerful than their left. I my <laughs> face right now, I swear. And um, so yeah, there's that. I have my other notes here that I uh-huh. sent here. So, um, so you like learn sports by like, okay, you want to kick off on your dominant ovary here. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So I'm just thinking about all the sports dykes I know, and I'm like, wait a minute, massive ovaries. You can see them on the outside. Uh-huh. So it says a, every one. disease has a unique emotional cause, and Cancer in your left breast is a projection towards women, starting with your mom. And so you get cancer in that breast because that is suppressed rage stemming from an addiction to wanting women to do what you want in order to receive approval from women. Okay, I kind of, I can kind of, I mean, it's bullshit, but I see what you're saying. Suppressed rage stemming from an addiction. To wanting women to do what you want in order to receive approval from women. Okay. I'm angry because they're not acting in the way that I need them to act so that they will approve what I'm doing. Right. And that's what's causing your your left breast cancer. Cancer in my left breast. If it's your right breast, it has to do with your dad. Uh Uh-huh. Um... And hating her mother means that she is not a nurturing woman. Sure. Look, women have moved a long, long way from their essence. Okay. Come a long way, baby. Especially these days when women are often more male than men with an ability to override their feelings and push through regardless of what that actually does to them. They are exhausted. They are mothering everyone and anyone except themselves. And they're trying to be super moms, holding down the job and running the household and multitasking all the way you as a woman need to look as at pretty much any woman on the street or in your workplace or anywhere else for that matter to see that we as women for the most part are lacking that sparkle, that loveliness, that innermost sweetness, joy, and wisdom that we so naturally are. And, and, and we're lacking this sparkle because we're doing too much. We're like, outmanning men. <clears throat> we're working. Uh-huh. And exhausted. 
Yeah. And trying to please our dads. I'm exhausted right now. It's like, yeah, a lot of women working are exhausted and might be losing their sparkle because they're like holding down two jobs and shit like that. Look, Amanda, Serge is here to help you. A woman needs to be fragile and to honor that, that, to be nurturing, to not pick up heavy things or to to turn things. (laughs) She needs to live a life honoring how she feels and being lovely and being precious and taking her time and being nurturing in every way, shape, or form. And that is what prevents breast cancer. I see. I mean, I stop not, turning things. Not I'm turn, this yeah. Down. Yeah. Can, can you turn this place. Turning. I can't do Just it. I'm please. a woman. Yeah, stop okay. turning things. Brian. Women have achieved equality. Stop turning equality. Billy Long, but Johnny Long. <laughs> Women have achieved equality in some measure by outmailing the man. Therefore, they too are in excessiveness of male energy, and that's why there are so many cases of ovarian cancer, fibroids, cysts endometriosis and breast cancer I am feeling an excess of male energy I, listening to I, this I, I, I am too I, I <laughs> don't worry Serge can help how can he help men too look we are like halfway there gotcha 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 Whoa. in order for like a lot of what I'm reading is just copy paste from Serge's Serge himself, himself. Gotcha. well there's your problem in order for a woman to reach deeper femaleness she must put oh, herself... Okay, no, I actually wrote that part. <laughs> in order for a woman to reach deeper femaleness, she must put herself into the untrained hands of a healer. This healer understands no. that their hands will go where the truth guides them, and often oh, that is to the top of your pudendum. No. With the other hand, like, on your external vulva. Yes. So you're laying on a table, uh-huh. and so God one's hand it. is, like, uh-huh. right on and the top then... of the... Pud- and then it's, like, the other fingers are just, like... Pinching the hamburger on the outside. No. You are clothed Ow. during this ovarian reading. <laughs> but as you are read, the healer makes a bunch of statements like, when you were five years old, a man let you down. And a man turned out to be not what he seemed. Grimace? A man in your life was not there when you needed him. And Again, if you don't grimace? answer or go deep enough, then Serge will keep Putting on the pressure until you deliver the goods. Because if you do not spill your deepest, darkest secrets, how else will he be able to help you? I mean, control you down the road. I know you got to go clear. Another, Except he's holding your can this time. Uh-huh. Another one of Serge's bad touches is the esoteric breast massage. Yes. First of all, get your mind out of the gutter because only women are allowed to perform esoteric breast massage. So. You know what? I enjoy having women touch my boobs, and this does not sound like a good time. <laughs> well, you know, I've had a lot of, like, you know, breast exams in my uh, life, but, not- you know, they were, were given to me by a doctor, and not because some creep guy is like, no, only girls can touch the no, boobs. No, breast exams are not sexy at all. <laughs> well, they... Oh, my God. Okay, 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 okay. okay. This isn't. According to Serge, like, okay, wait a minute. The, the esoteric breast exam is... And I've, I saw some reenactments it's <laughs> it's just like kind of like you're having well it's just like you know like put your nipple in the middle of the palm okay, uh-huh. and then just kind of like move around but not touching it no just, just, just kind of touching kinda it barely touching kind of barely touching it and then like a lot of like whooshy 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 i'm and feeling so, clearer right i know now. and so it's Wax not on. just like Wax an off. actual That's like it. let's feel for lumps but it's just like esoteric whooshy whooshy it's esoteric <laughs> i get to touch your boobs That's so according to Serge, exactly what it is the basis of esoteric breast massage was to say to the woman look 
your breasts are not just sexual objects or things that hang off you. Yeah, we know that. That you, that you tuck into a bra and they're not just there to feed a baby and then they've done their role and now they go back to the husband or whoever your partner may be in terms of what they're for. They go back to they me. They are actually part of your body. They are oh my God. Part of the whole really? that you are Thank and you, they need to be man. integrated. They need to be as delicately looked after as your fingers, as your hands, as your elbow, elbows. Elbows? In the same way that you look after your face and put on makeup or moisturizer. Not that we need to moisturize or we need moisturizer on the breasts yeah you do sometimes you do <laughs> if you're my, nursing, well, my skin gets so dry in the winter i need for a woman it's just an appendage that is there they don't truly connect with it sir sir <laughs> sir have you ever asked a woman it's like yes we know this, no, that this would, part of our that would involve speaking sake, and listening tell me how to feel about my boobs i know that's like telling it's like if i told brian that like your feet are part of your body brian <laughs> wait like, what wait you what? should take care of them. Amanda, how long appendages has this been going at the on? end of your life I know. Why has no one told me until this random fucking you, okay? pedophile? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, like the whole thing is like they don't belong to your husband. And they're not just for feeding your young. And I'm like. They kind of are. But they're also part of your body. <laughs> just quit telling me about my Stop body. Stop talking that. Amanda, once, once we're done recording the segment, I have something I need to tell you about your kidneys. Oh, I am Joe's kidney. They're still in there. According to Surge, women feel the science of reconnecting to their delicateness and self-nurturing and reintegrating the breasts back into the body, including the curves that they add to a woman, irrespective of their shape. Esoteric breast massage helps a woman connect back to her cervix because that's where the sacredness is. If your breast gets sore and lumpy, it's a sign of a lung condition or a digestive issue. I was like, if your breast gets sore and lumpy, it is an issue. Yeah, it's but an it's issue. But it's not your lungs or your digestive. It could be many things, but it's not digestive. No. Serge claims, Serge uh, says that his soul gave him this special knowledge, oh, which, fuck as your he claims, soul, a lot is great for rape recovery. Along with ovarian what? reading. Why do you know so much about that, sir? I think that the last thing a sexual assault survivor needs is for you to touch her boobs and pinch her pudenda, sir. <laughs> and tell her that it's okay. It's causing your diseases. Body. Um, sh- 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 all of this, including the anti-sadness massage, where oh. you, you, la- you lay on your stomach. <laughs> it's not actually called anti-sadness, but oh, you lay darn. on your stomach and he puts one hand like across your shoulder blades and then he like kind of like cups your butt and mm-hmm. puts the heel of his hand mm-hmm. up against your butt to get just right up in the right chakra. Up in the right zone, up in the yes. chakra. This will eventually clear you of bad energy. Will it clear you of bad energy when he lets go of me and leaves the room? Because that's the way I will feel. We're clear. going yeah. clear. If you think we're done, shut the hell up. Are we done? Uh. We have not even gotten to the nine foot aliens with no feet. Oh, God yes! damn it. Serge says that these 100% communion-style alien spirits that go around sniffing people all day, Uh looking for breaks in their energy. (laughs) If you drink booze, it creates a break in your aura so these evil entities can enter. Oops. If you drink even more booze and then go to bed, especially if you... if you deviate <laughs> from the 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. sleep schedule, that is required. 3 a.m.? Look, you gotta be tired. Fuck is that okay? shit? You gotta That's be hungry, you to be and, hungry tired. and tired. To let somebody touch your butt. <laughs> let somebody touch your butt. And so if you drink even more and then go to bed, then the entities will come out of you and rape the women in your household. If what? you drink in while the- you're pregnant, the spirits will rape your baby. Ugh. Yes, so I easy. think you are too uh, into this topic, sir. Uh, but it's easy to get rid of these spirits, though. You let him rub my pudenda. No, <laughs> you, oh. you burp them out. Yes, <laughs> you burp Aaron. them out. 
That's why been... you wanted to leave it in. Exactly. Uh, been releasing demons this whole time. Those were real burps, though. Yeah. They were real burps. No. <sighs> Not everybody can be bl- as blessed as Surge. Or you, to be able to burp so freely. Frankly. Uh, Aaron is a champion burper and always has been. My daughter is very impressed. <laughs> Look, in this house, so, we do gas. Surge. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I also Ain't took an Alka Seltzer earlier, mm-hmm. like an old school, school drop, drop, drop fizz, fizz, fizz. Oh, oh what, what a relief, relief it is. is. Alka Seltzer, because I was like, God damn, these fucking 50s guys that died of heart attacks knew what they, they were, were talking, talking about. about. Man, I eat so many times, I will never have osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. So, not everybody can be as blessed as Surge. See, no, of course not. Um, he has both male and female orgasms simultaneously. <laughs> Bitch, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, you fucking. Don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. He does. Oh, sorry. Okay. What are you fucking talking about? Um, however, you must be very careful because if you watch too much porn, a bad energy snake will move into your butt, and it will <laughs> need to be removed during an esoteric healing sesh. And this was fucking awesome. There was a. It was like it was like it's a little moving truck, just like beep. It was a, there was a program from Australia called like Sunday Night, you yeah. know, and it was like a, I guess right. a hard copy kind of thing uh-huh. or something. And they Sunday night. and they went and and talked to Serge, yeah. who was a total bitch, and like would sit in the car and not come out. And they called the police. Oh He's like, God. I'm not being allowed to leave my car. And the guy's like, What, dude? We're just standing here. We're just standing here. You can get out of your car anytime you want. You want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. God, I love. That. But he, the guy who was the host was this, you know, bloke guy who mm-hmm. was talking to a man whose uh, wife eventually left him mm-hmm. because he wasn't as into it. And the guy was talking about during one of these <laughs> sessions, he was laying on a stomach. <laughs> and he's like, and I could feel the guy like sort of like t- touching around my bum and touching. And I was and and, I, mm-hmm. and then he was like, what? And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I just pulled an energy snake out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny because the interviewer guy was like, huh, really? And he's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Hi>, mate. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you right. watch too much porn, a bad energy snake will move into your butt and it will need to be removed. <laughs> By the car. It'll, this- it'll bring its little bad energy snake friends to help it move. Oh, no. <laughs> Buy you pizza. Beep, beep. Little snake couches. This whole... <laughs> Halt. I'm going to pause because Brian's laughing at you. No, we're just going into the supercut, with couches. Then they have like pizza and beer for their fans. Some tinnies. This whole cult yeah. has such a disgusting, toxic sex aura over it. Mm-hmm. It's it's so gross. It, it, it yeah. is. And we've had some cults it's that are so super gross, sexy. and it's not even like now we got to line up to fuck him. You know, it's just Ugh. it's that special kind of misogyny that. As we'll we'll see later how this it's actually very f- empowering for women. Uh-huh. I, oh, I thank goodness! Uh-huh. So Serge is up there talking about his hermaphrodite orgasms. His word, okay. And then his daughter Natalie has her own nasty role to play in the cult. Oh. The footage that I've seen, there is a lot of sexy dancing in the aisles, and it's like. Um, okay, imagine you're wearing so black hose and white heels. And you're wearing a- I can't imagine. I'm sorry. Of all of the things you've said so far, this is the one I gotta this go. This the is most preposterous. And you're wearing a, an ill-fitting dress that's just too short and 
really accentuates my dark hose and it really heels. accentuates your dark hose and and lots of like sexy dancing down the aisle oh my hair oh i'm spinning around oh uh-huh. ah, touch, oh, touch, touch me touch my body exactly sexy dancing only these are all like you know i'm like women ladies you're adult grown women uh-huh and you're don't and you it can date the 1990s us. for god's sake uh-huh. no this is like 2000 15. Oh my God! Oh Lord, we're not what? In the 90s? No, oh, nice. it started in '99. Oh, that's right. Oh fuck! What the hell? And this shit is is still happening to the day. So there's lots of sexy, sexy dancing, and then Natalie gets up to speak to these women in her like ladies' workshop, and she's like, "Ladies, you're such sex bombs, and you're just so attractive, <laughs> and you're just so sexy." And then there was like clips of like these three women who like had the little mic, and they kept fighting over it to talk about how awesome Natalie was and how. How cool she was and how she's like I just haven't felt this sexy in years and I was like I'm all for ladies feeling sexy but this is fucked up yes I'm all for ladies feeling themselves I'm all for ladies feeling sexy I'm like dancing if you I'm feel all for, sexy like women my age being like you know what fuck it I'm gonna dance on the dance floor and I don't care what a mom uh-huh. I look like yeah but but, yeah. but when your your feelings of sexiness come from also being told that your fucking ovaries are right diseased and yeah, that and you need to have people touch your boobs yes so it's all awkward and so the other thing, and then this is like, we're going to take this down to Petty Town. Oh. From a distance, <laughs> Natalie isn't hideous or anything, but whenever you get up close and see her, it is all gums, no teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, She's got Jesus. Stevie Ray Vaughan mouth. And- oh. So, it's a cold shot. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> One of Natalie's projects here <laughs> is she founded the Girl to Woman Festival. That's right. It's a grooming event for the whole family. Oh my fucking um, this is God. hurting my body and my mind. Dude, Built this as is a torturous. celebration of girls and women, the whole event is uh. inspired by the esoteric, esoteric teachings of Serge Benhayon, which I will never let anyone forget is a bunch of shit saying women develop breast cancer and other gynecological diseases <laughs> from male energy. Uh. Also, there's hair and makeup. At this <laughs> event, you can send your daughter to make real flowers chains there's a nature stall with nature styled activities uh-huh. there's a pop-up g2w girl to women radio there's aboriginal art workshops honey honey aboriginal uh, art workshops from ranella indigenous uh-huh. there's a dream catcher making no there's <laughs> quiet crit- that's not even y'all's indigenous culture no. there's quiet critter craft there's beading nails face painting Living resumes and a photo booth. You can. I, I don't look. If Alyssa, okay. dude, my Australia living, is a living resume something that. Yeah, Anya is a living resume thing. Or is this some if, sort of fucking terrible? Like when I grow up, I want to be. Yeah. My living resume is like 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 fetus Voldemort and the. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, there's a perfumed a body oil workshop. That's what small. And the, there's a dad session, which no! is a forum for fathers to celebrate it. the many joys of raising girls while also exploring the many challenges and questions that might arise around supporting their girls as they become teenagers. Get away from my women festival. Thank you. <laughs> there's a true Jesus. body confidence session. 
Which this says, join Beverly Carter. Mums and dads may remember her as Blade from the 1990s TV show Gladiators. Oh! And a woman named Rebecca Asquith. As they discuss the -the behind-the-scenes reality of being a TV celebrity and explore what it takes to have true body confidence. Hint, it doesn't involve getting famous. This presentation will be followed by an optional short Your Body Class, a body awareness session to support us to approach exercise in a whole new way. There is a natural body tint and there are nutball making workshops. (laughs) (laughs) A number of workshops making delicious and nutritious nutball treats will be held throughout the day. (laughs) What about corn thins? No corn thins. thins. And if you're lucky, if you're really lucky, Serge will come on stage and tell you that the energy of a tampon in your body is like having sex with the dirtiest guy you know all the way through your period and that the energy of the tampon manufacturer is also inside of you when you're using them. Just the most revolting. It's hard to choose okay. the most revolting thing about this. I'm <laughs> almost done, but not quite. <laughs> I, man, I thought my cult was bad. This is fucking it's amazing. Gonna be, it's just, it, it, uh, it, this is going to be it's a, a low happy. scoring game. This is a low scoring it, game. It's, yeah, it's a defensive struggle. <laughs> It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a defensive struggle. So here's something else Serge Holy believes. Let's hear it, Really, Serge. really, really. That if parents leave their money to their kids, then they are both punished when reincarnated in the se- in the next life. You Shh. and are, your children are punished in the next life if you leave your money to your kids. Who are should I leave be- it to? Well, I don't know. This was Who most could there recent- be? I don't know. I wonder practice. where I should put my money. In 2015, when Serge convinced a terminally ill and recently divorced woman named Judith McIntyre to leave him her personal fortune of one million. Million, I assume Australia. Oh, cutting hmm. her kids out entirely. The kids took it to court, but it was totally legal because she prior to her death, Judith McIntyre. Prior to Judith's death, uh, Unimed followers had established themselves as her nurse, housemate, financial planner, the witness to her will, and the lawyer who drafted it, and its oh. Ex- executor. Oh. Wow. wow. After the trial. It's exciting that this group could have so much like expertise that they could put to use. It, it really is. Is like, yes, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, at After the trial, McIntyre's daughter released a bunch of her mother's emails showing how Serge had given Judy talking points, coaching her on how to keep her kids out of the will. Mm. They're trying to destabilize you, trying to ev- evoke your sympathy, which was an attack on the funds that will help the hierarchies work on Earth. Mm. Oh, this, the hierarchy. I'd forgotten about them. Yes, indeed. <laughs> God, so around that same time... Just distracted by all the butt touching. Around that Jesus. same time, Serge went ballistic and sued a woman named Esther Rocket for writing bad things about him on the internet. <laughs> Esther, <laughs> Esther... She got Jay and Silent Bob to go to her house. Right. Her Esther, a religious studies graduate who focused on cults and new age crap, went to one of the ov- ovarian reading sessions mm-hmm. and immediately realized it was sleazy horseshit. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Judith. And so, Jesus. no, this is Esther. Oh, Judith died. Judith was this one is of Esther away. Rocket. Go, Esther. Search, and then she like wrote about it on the internet. Hell and search yeah. claimed that the social media post she had made portrayed him as a delusional, dishonest, mm-hmm. a sexual predator, and the oh. leader of a socially harmful mm-hmm. cult. Interesting. In court, Ben Hayon claimed that these portrayals made him feel raped, saying, "The attempt to demolish oh. my re- reputation. You feel raped. You feel as though you have been stripped." And later, he states. That he stated that he takes the subject of rape very seriously. Uh, yeah, you, uh, I was yeah, just I'm sure. Say, a, you use this word a lot. Yeah, as a, uh-huh. as a professional. This, um, during the seven week week trial, which began in September eight September 2018, Ben Hayon described himself 
himself as a teacher and practitioner and also a business owner. He said his teachings, which are offered as courses, were derived from the tradition known as ageless wisdom. He claimed the ageless wisdom had a very strong lineage that includes the divine messengers, including Hermes, Plato, Pythagoras, Jesus, and Muhammad. He told the court that he had an understanding which was stronger than belief and that one of his many past lives he was Leonardo da Vinci in addition to Pythagoras. Ben Hayon told Mr. Ms. Rocket's barrister, Mr. Malumbi QC, mm-hmm. that he could sense discarnate spirits in the courtroom who were nine feet tall, had no feet, and had a crevice where the nose was meant to Ugh. be. He declined to count them and denied <laughs> this was because he couldn't really feel their presence saying, I could count it if I wanted, but it's not something I practice and it's not something I'm allowed to do. Mm. Under oh. cross-examination, Ben Hayon repeated his claims that disabled children are the reincarnation of people who abused authority like dictators and corrupt politicians. The jury found Esther Rocket's claims substantially true, including the fact that he has, quote, an indecent interest in young girls as young as 10 who he causes to stay at his house unaccompanied. He preys on cancer patients and is a charlatan who makes fraudulent medical claims. One of the findings were that he intentionally indecently touched Miss Rocket during a consultation. He engages in bizarre sexual manipulation to make money for his business. He vilifies people with disabilities, is dishonest and guilty of exploitative behavior. He ended up having to pay Esther $1.2 million and most, yes. most importantly, he had to defend himself in a court of law where he was judged and found, found disgusting. Yes. You had to say out loud. You yes. had to say this shit out loud. In He's public. disgusting. Esther is my hero. She has a series of blogs that are hugely extensive and far more information that I could ever use. She referred to the organizers of the Girl to Women Festival as top-rung cunt bullies presented as role models. (laughs) (laughs) That's our new t-shirt. Top-rung cunt bullies (laughs) presented as role models and she referred to Serge Ben-Hayon as a bore and a killjoy. Get it, God. Unfortunately, Serge and his ilk are still going strong. They have a com- now have a compound in Somerset, UK. Oh. This one is run by his other daughter, Simone, who is the reincarnation of... Joan of Arc? Winston Churchill. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, wow. However, in 2020, a UK woman lost custody of her children because her husband was like, fuck no, you are not taking my kids to that shit. No. The court found the group a pervasive source of ongoing harm to the girl emotionally and psychologically and may make her vulnerable to eating disorders. May. The cult did give the woman the option of leaving the cult. Right. Cutting all ties. And this. she said no. So that's another point for the dads. Yes, there you go. If you are feeling a little distance. In your dads. relationship, Serge takes his followers to Vietnam retreats and relationship workshops that cost $36,000 a session. Why are you going to, to Vietnam? Vietnam. <sighs> I know. There is so much horrifying information out there. I had no idea that Unimed existed, but it is Scientology levels of fucked up. Wow. I cannot express how gross and sexy it is with its foul, fucked up ideas about women and their health. And I'm sad for the women who buy this shit. And I am afraid of the men who are in there and buy it too. Yes. So that is universal medicine. Universal medicine. It is repulsive. That is horrifying. He's just like it. it, It's not just just the creepness, the inherent creepness of you know the fact that he's a goddamn pederast. Mm -hmm. It's just like he's just like claimed ownership of like in all these horrifying ways of just like. Women's bodies. Women's health and, and yes. women's bodies. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just like, get the fuck out of here, dude. dude. Man, this is like, 
you know, it seems like a piddling thing, but I was like, bitch, you didn't even come up with a philosophy. Also true. Seriously. This isn't even new. This, you, you didn't even invent corn thins, motherfucker. You didn't invent corn thins. You didn't come up with your own fucking thing. You like <laughs> slap some vague theosophy like stuff on it and talk about how you were reincarnated and then proceeded to make an entire cult out of both shaming. Yes, like body shaming and pedophilia. Body shaming and fucked up, fucked up shit. Ugh. And like, congratulations on being the 115 millionth person to claim to have seen Whitley Stryber aliens. Uh-huh. It's, uh huh. These don't have any feet. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Different. Nine foot tall aliens. They just fall over all the you know, damn time. I, they're always going around sniffing people. And frankly, there could be a difference between the aliens and the spirits that. that Attack, Whatever. But okay. it does, if anybody does any deeper research and needs to correct us, Esther go to madnessmadness.com. Rock- uh, go to madness. You should go to madness. You should go there anyway. anyway. Esther Rocket's blogs are amazing. She's awesome. And what kind of awesome name is Esther Rocket? I know. She's like, great. he's a sleaze bag. <laughs> Get him, cr- Esther. Crepe. So, what, what, what are our t shirts going to say? Boss cunt. Oh, Jesus. What is it? Top rung. (laughs) Top rung cunt bullies are presented as role models. Cunt bullies. There we go. I'm putting this on our list of t shirts that we have. Cunt bully. And it's the. Australian use of cunt. Which it's is right, which is, a, a, which is the same thing as like pal, apparently. <laughs> like know, shaking hands. Like, That's right. It's, it's what you're expected to call your, I know. your spouse's father. Remember when Anya father. was here and this guy was like talking to her and she's like, I would call him a cunt, but he'd get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, we don't understand. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so where do I have to work? Well, you can always work at the Santra, but from what I can gather, you can keep your job, just keep just that money sure going. I've got $36,000 Australian to buy yeah, a workshop. So, okay. uh, I get to keep my job, but I'm not giving anything a high score. I'm um, really, you know, I know who's next, and this is really exciting. Exactly. Who do I have to fuck? Uh, well, okay, so this is... Um, it's more like who, well, you, who you, do I have to allow to grope me? Seriously, you don't like that. to be assaulted by like. Or you could, I don't know, make love to your husband. But I will be assuming all of the evils right. or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, yeah. can you be gay in this? Oh, I doubt. I'm I sure doubt there's it. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, sure that like even though it didn't say anything harms your body and spirit yeah. or some no, shit. No, I like seriously that. doubt it. But I have to think about that because it's different than like we all have to line up to bone surge. Mm-hmm. But I bet still not because it's, it seems very male, fem, female dynamic-y kind of. It is. Yeah. Hang on, okay. I got to think about this one for a while because like it, what it does sort of in this question is, does it make sex disgusting? Yes, it basically <laughs> Absolutely. Sex to make you feel bad? Yes. Okay. So anyway, um, you expect me to believe this? No. Nul point. Who will think of the children? Well, we know what Surge oh. thinks of the children. Yeah. You yeah. know, Surge is who will I'm think gonna of the children. I'm going to give it tiny, tiny points because as far as I can tell, grooming, festival aside, no child abuse is like, oh, built oh, in. But, but then... But, it's but all it's, sexual abuse. It is, yeah. Yeah, is. all of this. Uh-huh. No, that's a zero. Yeah, yeah. There's no <laughs> Aaron, way that's, that's a not zero. a zero. For real. They have a grooming festival. 
You want me to wear what? Uh, this is a big fat no, because I'm not going to wear my black hose and white heels. Oh, my, yeah. no. Like a Charlotte Russe wet seal dress at age 52. Right. Gersh. I am going to give it a few points. because what age I am, I'm not wearing black hose and white heels. Unacceptable. Um, reminds me of my friend Christina in college who was like always ashamed by the fact that she kind of found high heels and like ankle socks kind of sexy and she's like I'm ashamed I'm ashamed (laughs) what you have is known as CZ top syndrome see look right she could have carried it off I mean she could have she she got legs this is a low scoring yeah it is how much did you wait how much is this gonna cost a lot. A lot. I was like <laughs> the the Vietnam relationship retreat for thirty six thousand dollars. Uh-huh. It's also going to cost you your maybe your inheritance. Uh huh. And so oh, you I get caught grooming small children. It could cost you more. Could cost you more. I didn't hear about anyone actually going bankrupt. Okay, but you just didn't hear anyway. About that. I'm sorry, what did you say? Oh. Esoteric breast massage. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Yeah, no. no. I don't want foreign breast massage, esoteric or otherwise. No. Uh, can I go now? Mm, well, if you want to lose everything. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that gets a little bit higher because you can leave without being murdered. Yeah. Remember this for the second act. Okay. <laughs> so is this some Man Act shit? Okay, they do not have the Man Act in Australia, but this has underage girls moving into <laughs> yes, your house. Yes, we're going to have a universal Man Act. A and universal yes, Man Act. Man act not, not like it was going to raise a score in No, uh-uh. So, is there a body cam? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. I always forget how to score the man act shit because if it is man act shit, then it's a low score. Right. This yes, does if, have man act if shit. If it's bad, it gets a low score. Right. Okay. That's is so. this a man act shit? Yes. Oh, damn. No, you get none. Yeah. So is what's the body count? There is not. Yeah, I mean, okay. So we at least get that, but I don't want to give it too high. No. Give me that. Well, there's nice. the one lady with the will. <laughs> yeah, the one lady with the will. But Aaron, she did died you just of cancer. Release another demon there. Yeah. I did just release yeah, another yeah, demon. Yeah, yeah. God. Okay. Okay. All so right. Math man. time. Nine. That's 12. Damn. Uh, 12. There's a lot of demons in this room tonight. 13, uh, wait, is that? No, wait. 12, 17, 42. All right. So that is universal uh-huh. medicine. Unimed. All right. Shit. Unimed. All righty. So, you guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a little halftime time. And um, I need to get work on some our top rung cult bully cheers. Oh, that's right. I'm just, I have to go right now and buy a cricket <laughs> so that I can make a t shirt that says top rung cult bully. God, I'll see y'all. Amazing. Hey guys, sorry I was late. I had to unenroll my daughter from tennis camp. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, no, nobody. Uh, it's not, no, not gonna happen. Just, One thing I remembered uh, in on the break was that prior to Esther Rocket's successful lawsuit, um, Serge Benhayon and his like army of lawyers sued her into like bankruptcy and homelessness. Oh. 
So, wow. So, that's, so yeah, that that's was great. They they really went for some nice scien- Scientology. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's some Scientological tactics. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, well, we can't. We are, in fact, insane charlatans, so we can only sue you for Exactly. This. And plus, like, she's just a lady writing a blog. No you fucking. Kidding. Fucking anyway. wuss. Yes. Yes. Can't, you can't stand up to a little criticism, huh? Not the tiniest, the tiniest bit of scrutiny causes you to throw a shit fit that will not be satisfied go, until someone's life is destroyed. Yeah, there's so all kinds of people. Look around. It's like there's cult leaders all over the place who are like, oh, do not care what you have to say about me. All right. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. try being one of those. So that one was pretty bad, Amanda. That was pretty nah, bad. Yeah. Good, so good. here you go. Are you ready? Ah! This is going to be an exciting, like, which? Which do we choose? <laughs> which do we choose? So y'all remember last week when we talked about how at the end of World War II, the Japanese emperor was still like a living god. Uh-huh. He was not technically a god god. Okay. I didn't believe that he was a more, but he was descended from gods right. of, of divine Right. Mm -hmm. And then he had to issue a public statement written by the Allied Command announcing that he was not, in fact, a divine immortal, but just a man standing in front of a nation asking them not to bomb them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Wild shit, right? Oh, shit. I think I know what you're going to do. You do. (laughs) And did you ever notice that in American mythology, the bomb makes superheroes and Japanese mythology makes monsters? I wonder why. Probably Mm. no reason. No reason Anyway. But yeah, so when that happened, it was also the end of state Shinto, the official Japanese religion, and the beginning of a new era of religious freedom, which became known as the gold rush of the gods. Oh. Anybody could at that point be like, hey, guess what? We have a religion too. I think I'm a god. Uh Uh-huh. And I saw lots of exciting footage of like Japanese holy rollers in their slim black trousers and rectangular glasses. Nice. (laughs) That is not... The slimmest black trousers available. The slimmest of black trousers and the boxiest of white shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, You know, they're just pointing at things and saying, Mothra is a friend of children and stuff like that. But that's not all America gave them. You're welcome. Uh, not only were the Japanese free to worship as they choose, now they were free to start their own religions. And mm-hmm. this is a thing that never goes bad or has ever. any negative repercussions. Ever. Ever, I can't ever, think ever. of a single time. And tonight I'm going to bring you the most shining example of how it's always good and never bad, Om Shinrikyo. I knew it! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> also known as Aleph nowadays, but Ooh-wee. known as Om Shinrikyo, which means supreme truth. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It begins. Seems legit. It's, it is the supreme yeah, you know, truth. Just I mean, you right. Just, just said it was. I learned a new word, which is right? syncretic belief. Syncretic? S-Y-N-C-R-E-T-I-C. So, uh... Om Shinrikyo is a spiritual group that mixes Hindu and Buddhist beliefs and mixes in some apocalyptic Christian prophecies. Nice, nice. In what I call, I learned it's called a syncretic belief system, which is like an amalgamation. Synchronization. Right. It means that the beliefs are a cherry-picked mashup of whatever dear leader (laughs) wants to instill in his people. Okay. So, yes. This group's founder, and that is an important the people the group's founder and that's an important word you need to know if you ever want to learn a lot about cults you would think that a Hindu Buddhist mashup in Japan would be a chill place to spend some time absolutely not contemplate but I cannot stress to you just how wrong you would be to think that about Om Shinrikyo you have the apocalyptic Christianity involved I was going to say peep that second part about the apocalyptic Christianity literal apocalypse like just happened and we're going to throw in a double handful of straight up actual madness madness okay (laughs) and here's what we're talking about okay who's in charge a a nut (laughs) Shoko Asahara (laughs) 
was born as Chizuo Matsumoto on March 2nd, 1955, okay. into a large, poor family of tatami mat makers. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, he was one of seven children in Kumamoto Prefecture, which is way down south. Mm-hmm. An older brother was completely blind. And because of this, the family knew that government funding was available for children to live and study at blind schools. Yes. And uh, Asuhoko, excuse me, I get his, he's also Asahara. He's also called Om, and I will call him Om a lot because I just don't want to mess up his name. Okay. He was uh, blind in one, completely blind in one eye and then going blind in the other eye. Mm-hmm. And he... Was it just like a born that way thing or was it an outside influence? No, it was born that way. It was okay. like childhood. I I want to get it right. And I think it's glaucoma. And I don't know why. I, I know I had it written down, but it was like child, early onset glaucoma, which okay. is unusual. Aaron knows a lot about this. <laughs> Does he have the Bard app? Does he need to yell at you about how he can't get his... God damn it. <laughs> and Coulter books? No. Well, the school was located on Kumamoto City on the southern island of Kyushu. It was intended for children who were completely blind. Asahara was admitted under a rule allowing children who might lose their sight in the future. Right. You got to teach them how to do it because they might lose their sight later. Yes. And he was blind in one eye and going worse in the other eye. And Mm -hmm. so they were like, yeah, okay, come on in. Once he got to the school, he established himself as an insufferable bully. (laughs) Because he could see (laughs) out of one eye. He could see out of one eye. And that made him more special. He would lead the kids, the, the children, the blind children, down to like the market. Oh, and yes. Great. He was always saying, I've got to get rich, said a teacher. Mm. He was saving his money as much as he could. His eyesight was poor. And if he'd gone to a regular school, he would have been picked on. Right. But in a blind school, because he could see to some degree, he was very special. The completely blind children wanted to be guided by a kid who could see, especially when they got into high school, and they all wanted to go out and like drink at coffee shops Uh and hang out, but they couldn't go by themselves. So for that reason, they would say to him, I'll pay for the coffee, I'll I'll pay for your meal if Mm -hmm. you just take us down there. And that's how it started. Current blind school teaches you how to do those things on your own. On your own. (laughs) It's true. As the only child with some sight left in school, he found an opportunity to make money and he seemed to delight in tormenting the other boys by issuing them conflicting orders. Fuck. The dormitory had a lights out rule at night, which why? But um, Asahara would order his roommates to ignore it and force them to stay up. Uh-huh. Igawa wrote, or a guy named Igawa that wrote this article, said, this happened so often the dorm mother tried to stop it, but Asahara shouted back, I'll set this dorm on fire. The garden's counselor uh. said tried to do something about it. He said, what? All I said, I all I did was say that I would set it on fire. That yeah. was just words. Just, yeah. Nothing for you to get upset about. I'm not touching you. Uh-huh. Do you know what else I'll say? <laughs> I'll shoot you. But I'm not really going to shoot you. I'm just going to say it. What are you going to do about that? And then he'd say, as long as I don't really shoot you, it's not against the law. I can say whatever I'd like. And when he would talk that way, the teachers would say, well, what are you going to do in the future? And he would say, you don't know what I'm going to do. They should have whipped why him I with canes right then. Just beat him on the soles of his feet. I've read stories. S- seriously. They did say that he also had the ability to reach out and lend an ear to unpopular boys rejected by their classmates, to which I say, yeah, that's how you get a cult. That's how you get a cult, exactly. Reach out to the dis- disaffected. Uh-huh. He repeat- you can count on me. Me and no one else. They don't. He repeatedly ran for student council president in elementary and junior school, but was rejected. <laughs> Good. In high school, he tearfully begged to be made student council president, but lost again. Oh, <laughs> pathetic. Uh-huh. 
And the teacher said when he lost, he would get depressed. And he said to his classmates, why do I lose? And one of the girls told him, said, you show concern for people sometimes, but really everybody's afraid of you. To which I say, good job, gal. Good job, girl. (laughs) Yes. Uh, He soon developed a fantasy about being the absolute leader of a kingdom of intelligent robots. Oh, God. Mm. Well, first of all, you're like, oh, where'd that come from? Right. Well, you know, Japan. He told his schoolmates that his dream was to one day become prime minister of Japan. In 1973, he applied to study politics at Tokyo University, but was rejected. So instead, he studied acupuncture and herbal medicine at the School for the Blind. Mm -hmm. Uh, After graduating in 1975, he moved to the Tokyo area where he ran a health tonic and acupuncture clinic. And he also got married and began to have some kids. Uh, His wife was named Tomoko Ishii. In 1982, he was arrested and fined for selling fake medicines. <laughs> wow. And then two weeks, or excuse me, two years later, he set up an organization that he called the Society of Celestial Beings, and his luck began to change. Hmm. He started teaching yoga and assumed the trappings of a religious teacher. And I'm going to underline the words, assumed the trappings of a religious teacher. <laughs> yes. he, Shit, I could do that right now. I was like, I'm going to do it right yeah. now. He dedicated his free time to the study of various religious concepts, starting with Chinese astrology and Taoism. He, in 84, he started a yoga and meditation class in his one-bedroom apartment. Thank Ooh. you. Uh. Under the name Omu Shinsen no Kai, which roughly translates to Om Immortal Mountain Wizard Association. Well, okay. Association LLC. I get behind on my dues. The Immortal Mountain Wizard <laughs> Association. Oh, I love their newsletter. I do, too. <laughs> He changed his name. That's when he changed his name to Shoko Asahara and renamed his group Am Shinrikyo in 1987. Soon a monastic order was established. God, just like immediately. Immediately. Well, here's how. The group acquired a property in Shibuya, which was equidistant between the two busiest train stations in the world. Remember this in the future. Oh, yeah. They also applied for and were granted the status... That you can get in Japan, which is a religious corporation, which makes you immune to investigation. No, uh, Japan. Oh, no, no. No, Japan. No, Japan don't no one that. needs this. Y'all don't, don't I thought that do not that. having to pay taxes was bad. Right. Yeah. 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 But this is so much worse. Immune to prosecution. Mm-hmm. This immune was, to investigation. I, I'm sure this was definitely, this was the U.S.'s fault somehow. Shit. <laughs> I said, props to you, Japan, for just being out front about it. <laughs> no. Like, no. Yep. So, Criminals, what, Come. Come. Started religion. Uh, once they achieved this, they got a lot of press, and he got a lot of credibility by appearing on like talk shows and mm. magazine covers. He was very different looking. Well, yeah, and it was quite. And he started off by just saying, "Yeah, we're a spiritual movement. I can heal you." Yeah, Asahara also wrote several religious books, including Beyond Life and Death, and one called Supreme Initiation. Uh, he, according to mir- uh, materials published by the sect, he visited the Himalayas and achieved ultimate salvation. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the next year, he seemed, claimed to have uh, received all of the secret teachings of Tibetan Buddhism directly from the Dalai Lama, with whom he did meet several times. Well, and I bet he did. Yeah, hello, Dalai. This Dalai Lama is seriously bringing down the ba- brand. Seriously. Uh-huh. God. Sect public, okay. <laughs> He also became incredibly famous, and the group became incredibly famous because he claimed that he could levitate. And there are lots of film footages and photos of him levitating 
quotation marks. Right. He said that he had the power to levitate, could also see through objects and meditate underwater for six hours. Okay, well, fucking Uh. show me. Show me. He, uh, no, in 1985, his ability to levitate was written about in the mag- in the Twilight Zone magazine. Oh, uh, well. Whether or not he ever took an IQ test in Omni magazine remains unconfirmed. Yeah. You know, I actually took an IQ test from the Twilight Zone magazine. magazine. Exactly. And it turns out I'm actually a communist. <laughs> it turns out I can show you something really scary. Ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> a time I took the same quiz and it turned out that I could get 11 records and tapes for a penny. What? My God. That's way better than what I got. Son of a... Uh, Asaharo was quoted as saying, now the length of time I can levitate is about three seconds, but this period of time is gradually <laughs> lengthening. Okay. In about a year, I should be able to fly freely through the sky. There's a famous photo of him levitating, uh, and I will post it, but I, I'm not convinced. I've seen film footage, and he kind of bounces while a helper tells you that he's levitating. No. He's yeah. levitating no. a lot of times. And that very you don't know what levitating is, you unenlightened oh. idiot, fool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. It's true. And- it's true. As to the levitating, the best thing I found while researching this was a 10-part anime called Om Shin Anime. <laughs> Ten-minute cartoons that look like the sort of thing you'd see on Christian TV on a Saturday morning. Uh-huh. The title, the first title of the epi- title of episode one is Levitation, and you kind of have to see it to believe it. Yes. There's a long title sequence and a long song about how the power is in all <laughs> yes. of us, and it's always uh-huh, been there. Yes. The powers of, and I quote the theme song, clairaudience, telepathy, recollections of own one, one's own past lives, the ability to see the past lives of others, and the extinction of mental intoxicants. Whoa. Okay. okay. Then we start to hear about how the early life of Asahara and his meditation earned him many spiritual powers. Okay. And these powers helped him perfectly understand every phenomenon of nature. Well, goddamn. Then Om starts narrating, talking about how he was meditating and somehow found himself <laughs> levitating. Uh-huh. His head got hot, his body he started bouncing like a rubber ball and then it just stayed up in the air. <laughs> There's some interspersed photos of him levitating where he's clearly just sitting on the ground. <laughs> just The animation reminds me of like back in the day when The Little Mermaid came yeah. out in the theaters and then a week later at TG&Y you could buy a $3 VHS called The Small Mermaid. Right, yes, right. It's that kind of animation quality. The Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's like, and there are nine more episodes of this show. All of them are available on YouTube. Episode one is the only one that is translated. So the okay. rest of them... We just kind of watched going, dang. Well, I see how it's going here. Uh-huh. So, do you expect us to believe this? The doctrine of Om Shinrikyo is based on, is based on the, I'm sorry, Vajranaya, I'm not a Sanskrit speaker, okay. st- scriptures, the Bible, and other texts. In 92, he published a book called Declaring Myself the Christ, in which, spoiler alert, declares <laughs> no. himself the Christ. Seriously? Uh, also, Japan's only fully enlightened master. The only one. There are a lot of them that are about two-thirds. Yeah, they were there. Yeah, almost there. They can only levitate for one second. Yeah, one guy Shoot. got up to like 80%. Nicks. But, uh, no. Yeah, it turns out he was uh, falsified some records. His purported mission is to take the sin, was, to take the sins of others upon himself. He claimed that he could transfer spiritual powers to his followers as while soaking up their sins. Okay. He saw dark conspiracies everywhere. The Jews, the Freemasons, Wait, oh, the Dutch, we the go. British the, royal family. The, well, the Dutch, yeah, okay. It yeah. is yeah, Japan I mean, and the British yeah, royal family. Fa- fair. And rival Japanese religions. 
Uh, our main aim is to transcend our bodies and souls with happiness in our hearts, says one of the promo videos. A perky mission statement for a group with a high number of confirmed kills, and I'm about to get oh, there. Oh, I remember these kills, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. There's more than you remember. Oh, good. Asahara stated that his mission was to bear the sins of others on himself in a similar fashion to Jesus of Nazareth. Okay. He passed, claimed he could pass on his spiritual powers and created a doomsday prophecy that ended in Armageddon as a result of the war between Japan and the United States. Also, kind of um, makes sense considering their history. But yes, still. that's true. Yeah. At uh, they had a and I'm again I apologize to all Japanese people for my uh, pronunciations. They had a compound slash monastery slash whatever in a place called Kamikamiski, mm-hmm. and the initiates were fully immersed in this doctrine and its all exciting practices. They would all gather in a room to pray and chant together. Unbeknownst to them, LSD, <gasps> amphetamines, mescaline, and meth oh. would be pumped into the room no. via the air system. Oh, oh my God. fucking God. Leaving them all disoriented and suggestible. Jesus wow, that's, Christ, that's what the, a nightmare. This is worse Jesus. than Terry Hoffman and her secret amphetamine. That's really I don't want secret bad. LSD and mescaline. Oh, and, like, no. and all, like all of it? All of it, yes. Yeah. And meth, yes. Christ. Christ. And then they oh. would pray for actual hours and they would listen and chant along with these tapes and the tapes sound like this. Do good deeds, do good... This is in Japanese. Do good deeds, 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 do your training, do your training, do your training, do your training. Pain is an illusion, pain is an illusion, pain is an illusion, pain is an illusion. Like, for hours. Wow. In Japanese. For thousands of dollars, you could receive a blessing, which would be given in a tea-like drink made from his hair. Oh, uh-huh. no, I'm putting a new thing on the score list. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to drink it? Well, I'd be drinking hair beverages of any sort. <laughs> right. One person paid more than $8,000 for a blood initiation where he drank what was said oh. to be the leader's blood. I would rather do that than I was going to say, why is that better uh, than a tea made from hair? But it is. <laughs> I don't know. Blood because is there's a, still hair in the tea. Yes. Blood is, it's like, I've eaten meat. I've eaten blood. I don't eat hair no. of any sort. Mom. Yes. Uh, Sometimes there were exercises where people would be immersed in really hot water for six hours at a time. I like it. Did it Uh, or or kill them? That didn't, but some people died from doing... There's a yoga move that's super, like, I have been practicing yoga for 50 years. Mm -hmm. Masters can do where they hang upside down Uh and yoga it out. Yeah. But... If you've only been doing it for a month or two and they hang you upside down, you can die like some people yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It takes, I guess, a, you know, 75 years worth of full-time training to, like, to, tighten up your body to keep all the blood from... Just, like, right, it's like I can fully hold my... Yeah, yeah, no, you can't just hang them upside down for a few days. I don't know how it kills you, but it does. It well, seems I so. Guess Probably you rupture some blood vessels Probably that, yeah, in good, your brain. Good thought. Mm-hmm. Because the guy said he lost control and then died, and I'm like, I don't know what that means, um, but don't tell me more things. Well, you. your brain shorted out because <clears throat> it was full of blood. You could also opt to wear an extremely early... It's a cloth helmet with electrodes <laughs> that attaches you electropath telepathically to Om's vibrational frequency so he can speak your wisdom right into your skull. Oh, that's handy. Mm. It kind of looked like something that you would wear in the movie Lawnmower Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Maybe. I just imagine it as like, it, to me it looks like those like early NASA, like the cap you wear exactly under your spacesuit. Exactly what space it looks suit. like, the cap you wear under your spacesuit, mm-hmm. except it's blue. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
very much so. You might be chosen as a soldier for the upcoming apocalypse. Maybe. Uh-oh. In which case, you will be you will spend a week buried in a box with three or with some um, other people as preparation. Oh my god. You may what? have questions at this point, but I can assure you that I do not have answers for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you have questions, see right above. See, yes. If you have questions, I don't blame you. <laughs> yes, right. I also have questions. Yeah, there were some. They put them all in. I this have box. answers, and that's no. Yeah, my answer is honey. No. Uh, in 1989, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government uh, uh, granted Om Shinrikyo legal status as a religious organization. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? So he began calling himself the Holy Pope, the savior of the country, and Tokyo's Christ. But there's already a Holy Pope. Right, well, well. and there's already a Christ. <laughs> now, now that you mention now it. Now that you mention it. Is Tokyo Christ sort of like Tokyo Disneyland? <laughs> That's Tokyo Disneyland. There's a, there's a Euro Christ and Tokyo Hard Rock Cafe. Tokyo Vatican City. <laughs> That's right. Um in 1990, Asahara decided he needed to be prime minister of Japan. Well, you go right oh, ahead. Okay. So he picked 25 of his followers, and they all ran for the Diet, the Japanese parliament. Okay. Which always makes me think of the, the Diet of Worms. <laughs> the Diet of Worms. The Diet of Worms. <laughs> and with the idea that their victory, when they all won, uh-huh. then he would be prime minister. Which they absolutely which won. They sure. did. Y'all remember that? Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. happened. They drove around <laughs> Tokyo on giant parade floats with big video screens and followers dressed in gray. Pajamas and giant puppet like Asahara heads. Oh, yikes. And they would like dance and sing en masse. And he would sit in a chair and proclaim things through a loudspeaker. This is like the worst kawaii ever. It's, yeah. They were all rejected by the electorate. Good for that. And Om took this really well. I'm sure he did. He did. Did he try tearfully begging them? He did not. Damn. But in 1992, the cult took advantage of the collapse of the Soviet Union Mm -hmm. and went to spread their bonhomie. (laughs) A branch of the cult was opened in Moscow, and enough former Soviet bigwigs were bribed into providing actual paratroop and other military training to Om Shinrikyo followers. Well, there were a lot of uh, former Soviets that like didn't have jobs. Didn't have shit, yeah, man. Yeah. And it was their job to do that for the Soviet army. Uh-huh, so I they know. continued which, to Which do had it. recently stopped paying them. Which had recently yes, stopped had paying recently them. stopped paying them. It Actually, might like, have stopped paying them years ago, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. Oh, so God. But this dude could pay them, and he did. Yeah, so, nice. yeah, they were taught to use tanks and rocket launchers and jump out of planes oh, and things like no. that. Oh, They bought Soviet quality AK-47s and smuggled them back to Japan. Nice. Which they used them as models. Japan's really good on just... um, They were not allowed to have an army. That was another thing that happened at that meeting. And they were kind of like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm just talking about, you know, handguns and... uh, Yeah, no, there's not a lot of gun violence. Yeah, I don't think you can even have a gun in Japan. I don't think you can have a gun. Yeah, so they tried to use the... They had like a few and they were like, okay, now we can build these. No. Which they did very poorly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Indeed, I have to say that the body count of this cult is high, but not as high as it could have been. Uh, Well, because building your own guns, it never works. (laughs) Well, I have here, and I'm not going to read it for you, but I will show Aaron and Brian this page, this supplementary... That's an appendix. Okay, thank you. Jesus. These are all attempts at chemical... And biological. Oh, oh God, that's a lot. This is like five or six pages. A bloated page. Radiological incidents, copycat incidents, 
chronology of um yes what the fuck March twelfth yeah here we go um, just read us some here's uh, one uh, June 9th, 1993, confirmed um the perpetrators attempted to spread what they thought was botulinum toxin through Tokyo Japan during Prince Naruhito's wedding by using a car that had been equipped with a spraying device. Uh, attempt to... failed. The cult had not u- acquired a usable strain of botulism. Well, they should have talked to <laughs> Rajneesh Param. He no had kidding. the botulism shit. Yeah, he but, wasn't going to give it away. But this is this is unsuccessful and successful. Ugh. And this is like that's fucking insane. Yeah, of just like that's a very what attempted font. kind of poisonous shit they attempted to make in their compound, and it's there are a lot of people in this cult who are like. Physicists, scientists, members of there's not an army in Japan, right. but like what the would be that? National Guard, National Guard, lots, lots of them, and the the cult, the um, compound where they made all these chemical weapons and things looked like you we we in Oklahoma have all driven by like a oil or gas plant with just like pipes, 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 pipes. pipes, pipes. <laughs> it's like a fire, yeah, with a fire going out the top. It looked like that. Yeah, it was just like this is just, a lot. That's a lot. Wow. And then for all that, very little success. Not no success, no. That's true. That's true. I do know and, what's coming. Yeah. Uh, once back in Japan, a few members of the Japanese Defense Force, which is their National Guardy thing, joined the cult and gave the group access to information about the Japanese biological, chemical, guys, and nuclear weapons guys, manufacturer. Guys. Why did you do I that? Because Tom is the real truth. To do like a cultural why deep dive as to why these professionals why, yeah, why do professional people join cults that's something else that I would uh-huh. like to look at I mean like, they're not any I'm less assuming this is mostly men yes and not no not no women but mostly men but mostly men it's I mean they're not any less susceptible to the you know sets of emotions that I guess drive so. people to join cults than anyone else yeah, that's you know? true I don't understand I guess I don't understand why people's rationalness doesn't out override their Emotionalist, but I guess it does. In many cases, we just hear about the ones where it doesn't. Excuse That's me. true. That's exactly it. Yeah. <clears throat> they gave the group access to information about the Japanese biological, chemical, and nuclear weapons manufacturer, so the group could really get down to business, and that business is murder, murder and revenge. Those are our two principles: murder, revenge, and an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope. Oh wait, that's oh, the Spanish English. <laughs> but the murder and revenge part is true. Well, he is the Pope of Tokyo. He has the Pope of Tokyo. Um, Pokio, Pokio. <laughs> <laughs> What's Pope of Greenwich Village? That's right. the movie I was. They took my chump thumbs, Charlie. Pocky. <laughs> Pocky-o? Pocky-o. In Delicious. 1993, the group started to build their first chemical weapons, just fucking right out on Main Street. Well, people from their neighborhood started taking photos of the giant contraptions and barrels <laughs> labeled toxic. Jesus like, Christ, you guys! And, hey, y'all, y'all get a load of this. Yeah. And I saw lots of like home video footage of like, look, <laughs> and they sent him to the police who did big fat nothing. No, oh, wow. it wasn't until the poison began to leak into the street <gasps> that the vigilanteism, uh, like polite Japanese vigilanteism, began. The neighbors surrounded Om's car and shouted at him for a while. Stop it. Stop it. Stop yes. what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Uh-huh. And he yelled back. The cops came to investigate. But unfortunately, they came to investigate 10 days later, whereupon they found no evidence of anything. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Also, in 1993, the cult bought a sheep station near Perth. (laughs) Wait a minute. And used that and the sheep to experiment on the manufacture of sarin gas, where they finally had enough space and no neighbors. 
there's a book called The People Who Eat Darkness. It's a true crime book, and it's super Ooh, fucked up. And yes. it's about uh, the murder of a British girl. Yes, yes, yes. I've read that book. In Japan. And she's a hostess. Uh, oh, she's yeah, yeah. A, a, a nightclub hostess, uh-huh. which is not a prostitute. No. Um, no. But one of the things that they talk about is how the police were unequipped to deal with a case like this Mm -hmm. and definitely unequipped to deal with a case like this involving a British woman Mm -hmm. and the Western idea of what police work means. Yes. And they said that it's because the society has so little crime. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Japanese society has so little crime, much less fucked up violent crime. Yeah, it's like super fucked up super violent fucked crime. Super fucked up violent crime that there's, and like, I'm not trying to talk shit on Japan. No, no, like no, that. it's just I'm very different. An and I talk later about like, this is very different. And 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 just how like this kind of stuff is, is like generally, you know, because one of the things that they talk about in the book is, is if someone is accused mm-hmm. of a crime, then the police will like go to them and, and encourage them to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and so it doesn't surprise me at all that yeah the the police you know yes. it's 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 very, it's very different, different from it's very different definitely American well, policing just the whole I mean there's here duh one oh one Japanese culture is very different from American culture Indeed. but I just remember reading about that specifically and talking about covid mm-hmm. and how they were saying that it's like the numbers are lower in covid and somebody was like in japanese we follow the rules and don't complain <laughs> it was like they're much more oh. used to that yeah, yeah. everybody's gonna wear a mask okay okay yeah plus okay. asia wears masks all the time also true but they do that to keep their didn't you say that tammy told you that <laughs> they do that to keep the sun off their face that's true yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Could could be a uh, two birds with one stone. That's true. It's true. Thing. All of those things. I would like to mention that that book was also the one where we heard the heard the words no pants shabu shabu. You can go to other clubs that 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 <laughs> offer shabu shabu. You can have topless shabu shabu. You can have naked nope. shabu shabu, and you can have no pants. Shabu. No pants shabu shabu. <laughs> But not at this club. Not at this club. Not at Lucy's club. You can can buy antlers. (laughs) And you You can can sell sell antlers. antlers. You can not trade antlers. What about trading antlers for no pants shabby shabby? (laughs) Absolutely not. That's a legal gray area. They will take American dollars, though. (laughs) When East meets West. I'm serious. It's called The People Who Eat Darkness. It's a a fucked up amazing book. It's a super fucked up amazing, amazing book. It's really, it's a long true crime book, but I can't. Yeah, remember who wrote it? But it's called "The People Who Eat Darkness," and it's it's really good. Fucked up. Yeah, really good. At, like really fucked up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they bought a sheep station near Perth, oh, and those ex- poor guys. I know, and experimented with the manufacture of sarin gas. Jesus, you know the people around them in Perth were like, "What the fuck are you doing to the sheep?" They were not that near to Perth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unfortunately, they were way out there. Jesus. So once they got their techniques down, Alm ordered a hit on three judges who had been making legal claims against the cult. That was quick. Totally yeah. legit legal. One claims. week later, a truck driven by members of Alm Shinrikyo sprayed 30 liters of sarin gas. And I, it's like it starts as a liquid and then it becomes a gas. So I, don't at me with your well, metric system. Well, it's probably you. like compressed somehow. Uh, yeah, so you liters, can spray I don't know. It. Yeah, whatever. Uh, in a residential area of the Matsumoto Nagano Prefecture. Nice. Over 500 people were hospitalized. Eight 
mate eventually died. The gas killed grass and trees. Many dogs, birds, bugs, etc. were found. None of the judges were hurt, which is good, except other people were hurt. But yeah, they just drove around in a car, kind of spraying it out the back. If you're trying to kill specific judges, spraying the neighborhood is not driving around the neighborhood. I was just going to say, like, if you're trying to kill a judge and you have a truck, have you considered hitting the judge with With the truck? truck. so many things you could do or yeah. like waiting until they're outside and then spraying the sarin gas on them they're fucking I don't know knife crime anything anything, anything. they're anything. like did they no... have a song no they don't got nothing like a that. song well, about... I'm like sorry. an ice cream cr- man so. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's sukiyaki <laughs> god damn it to paradise <laughs> never been to me uh, gradually hey, lady please lady <laughs> We're all don't gonna just don't walk, walk away. away. Uh, <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Gradually, Om Shinrikyo became more violent um, as its membership oh. increased and Asahara's mental state began to worsen. Let's just pause and think about that. Uh, oh, oh, God. Wow. He taught his followers that non-members of Om Shinrikyo, which is everyone which else, which is everybody else mm-hmm, in the entire mm-hmm. world, could be saved if they were killed by a member of the cult. Oh, thank oh. God. This is what needs to happen in order for everybody to go to heaven. A member of the cult needs to kill them. Whew. And then they can cycle around and be uh, saved. This is skirting dangerously close to the Mormons converting the Jews that were killed in the it Holocaust. It kind of is. Oh, <laughs> we're getting my close. God. It's not the same. Yeah, so, but it's kind of, yeah. Uh, let's see. The, they killed... A, uh, an attorney named Tsutsumi Sakamoto who had been uh, drafting a class action lawsuit against them. Mm-hmm. They didn't just kill him. They killed his wife and their 14-month-old baby too. Oh, With gas or guns? I or think they just... stabbed them. Oh, fuck. I mean, they learned from the gas incident, I suppose. Yeah. Well, no, they did not. They, they learned that they needed to get better uh, and, they and they did. did. Oh, okay. okay. Despite fuck. the many people... Uh, despite the many people murdered by Om Shinrikyo, their death toll is smaller than they had hoped. In 1990, a member tried to coat the Diet building, which is Capitol Hill, basically, with nerve toxin. What? what like a, with a paintbrush? Yeah, like to spray it with like a <laughs> okay. paint gun. But the toxin... Nothing to see here. I know, just bugs, bugs. <laughs> but the toxin and the device used to spray it were ill-conceived. Once again... Here, here. <laughs> this is all of the times they tried to kill people. Uh, they it, it dropped toxins throughout Japan using balloons, but those didn't work. They were bad at manufacturing toxins this for a while. Is, and well, delivering them. It sounds like their delivery is bad, too. Yeah, it's like a balloon. Uh, you shoot it with a BB gun and it I rains. Know. I don't know. <laughs> they tied balloons to an armchair. They, they attempted more than nine biological attacks that they hoped would cause mass casualties due to their technical ineptitude in manufacturing weapons, but they didn't give up. Did they ki- end up killing any of their own? They did kill a lot of their own, but it was deliberately. They didn't oh. accidentally oh, kill. Wow. The people they killed, they meant to kill. Okay. Except uh. for those early people who died doing that funky yoga. That uh-huh. was not a deliberate. Uh. Although it, he then said that like their body, it's like the things they needed to do and accomplish couldn't be accomplished by this body. So they needed uh, to go on and okay. be reincarnated into a different body that could accomplish this. Okay, sure. 
But that's, yeah, that's later why I started on, using if you tried to leave, they'd murder you. So just so well, yeah, get ready. Can to I score go that. now? Yeah, there. no, you can't. Well, you can. You can go right into the ground on the compound because that's what will <laughs> happen to you. They cremate you first. Oh, that's well. nice. That's so nice. Well, it's dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want bodies lying around will stink. That's right. <clears throat> My kid has been watching a lot of anime lately, which has positive and negatives. <laughs> but one of the things I love about anime which reflects one of my favorite differences between Japanese and American culture is how often the characters give peppy, passionate speeches or have brooding internal monologues about doing their best and giving their all. Yes. yes. And so I'm just imagining... It's these- Lego Ninjago. Right yes. There. That's right. And right. retrieving your true potential. Right. So I'm just imagining all these people in their pajama robes standing around a table full of failed neurotoxin detonators doing a cheer thing where they throw their hands up in unison <laughs> and vow never to give up. I Come know. on, guys. Well, we can do it. Do our best. I mean, you know, <laughs> kamikaze warfare was. <laughs> I know it's yeah. that's still doing your best. That's doing your best. They also made several batches of bad LSD, which oh. they sold to the yakuza, <laughs> who then sold it on. Oh wow! I guess the yakuza didn't care that other people were have having bad trips. Otherwise, I'm surprised they didn't come back and kill the cult. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm guessing the I checks wonder, cashed. So. Yeah, the check cash. So who the cares? The check cash. I also wonder from yakuza. I mean, like, is it like cult. by bad LSD? Is it like deadly LSD or just like bunk? LSD? It's like the brown acid. It's like don't take the brown acid. I think it's like it. Some you'll go on a trip, but she it cowboy. It's not going to be the like enlightening Jesus. moment that you wanted. No, thank you. I've done, I did acid twice in my life, both times in high school. Mm -hmm. And it was like one, maybe both times. I just felt like I was chewing on a penny for several hours. I did it like, I'm not ever doing this again. (laughs) I did it once in college to see what it was like. And it was, I think, the very best possible. Like one time I was looking at the ceiling and I was like, oh, the ceiling plaster is spinning. But it was very mild. Yeah. uh, Things that you would think would have and but then i'm like that was plenty thank you i just wanted to see (laughs) (laughs) thank you so yes now we come to 1995 Uh when om shinrikyo gained Uh, worldwide notoriety uh march 1995 a month before the okc bombing which is maybe why we didn't hear more about it i thought it happened on the day of no it was march 20th an older one okay in 1995 an older woman escaped from the cult's compound in kamishiki kamishiki and ran to her brother's house, and her brother called the police. And they said, we'll be there in a couple of weeks. The cops notified the cult that they were going to raid them. God damn it. What the hell, man? It would be rude to just show up. In a week, we are going to come and raid you. So three days later, on the morning of March 20th, 1995, five members of Om Shinrikyo launched a second sarin attack on the Tokyo subway. A second? Well, uh, they had, they yes, okay, I guess I left that out. If you look at the list, they tried several times okay. to release sarin gas into various train and subway stations, but mm-hmm. had not really been successful yet. Don't give up. Okay. There were five people, five men. They each went to a different stations going different directions, but they followed a timetable they had established earlier. Each perpetrator, uh, one guy had a little bit more, but each perpetrator carried... Two 0.9 liter plastic bags wrapped in liquid newspaper. One guy had more. There like was a, paper mache? No, there's a what? plastic, there's a Ziploc bag full of clear liquid. You said liquid newspaper. Wrapped in newspaper. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. That, yeah, <laughs> Two was, liter wrapped plastic bags wrapped in newspaper, sorry, containing it's, liquid serum. It's like the, like yeah. the, is this like the Canadian milk bags? It is like the Canadian milk bags, only deadly. <laughs> okay, so they have the baggie full of serum. 
They have another smaller baggie full of a catalyzing agent, which is also a clear liquid. Uh-huh. They place those two together and wrap it in a square par- square newspaper. To, so it's just like a square, like I'm carrying a book under my arm kind uh-huh. of thing. Uh, okay. okay. They got into the subway and put the parcels on the floor and then just stood there like they were regular commuters. Mm-hmm. At a predetermined stop, each one would go to the doors of the train and when it opened, they would wait, 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 stab the parcel with a sharpened umbrella, then step off the car so the door shut behind them. Okay. <clears throat> then they would go out and get in getaway cars. Wow. The sarin would leak out of the punctured packages and mix together and evaporate into gas, which spread through the train cars. The perfectly enclosed underground. Perfectly enclosed underground. Oh, shit. Tube. Yes. Uh, I will say that even, <laughs> okay, Japan, even though people began convulsing and collapsing, the tube just carried on. And it was like a few hours later, they, and I was like, honey, there's people like choking to death in car three. Well, I've seen like, the films it would of be people rude. just like cramming into the Japanese, uh-huh. you know, cars. it's like, I think they're like, maybe it's like, we can't just be stopping, stopping the these. trains. This, these trains are full and it's rush hour. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Our, well, like, also, I mean, if you're like in a huge, completely crammed train car, like, and somebody is convulsing like two people away from you, there's a good chance you're not going to notice. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. One man I saw, we watched a show um, where one man talked about how he was in the next car and you can like see through uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said he started to feel sick and weird and then he started like coughing and stuff and then he kind of noticed that through, through the, the windows. windows that like people were having seizures in the next car and thing, oh and then he started God. choking more. And he said he got off at the next station and just like left. Yeah, and Jesus. Yeah, hundreds of people. Over five hundred people were injured. Uh, Eleven people died, or fourteen. I was, Which 14. is yeah, not that many, but a lot. A lot. It was a lot more than they wanted. Yes. On May sixth. Okay, it happened on March twentieth. On May sixteenth, Om Shinrikyo was investigated. Following oh. multiple raids and a court order for Asahara's arrest. Fucking finally. Jesus Christ. Yes. They found all kinds of crazy shit in the compound. Did they tell Imagine them that. they were coming? That pair, probably. Uh-huh. Probably. Okay, look. Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Conventional, quick, uh, conventional and chemical weapons. Prisoners locked in cells and cages. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh. Like people who'd wanted to leave, I think. Oh. Asahara yeah. was found in a small room disconnected from the rest of the facilities and was charged with 27 murder charges from 13 separate incidents. Okay. During wow. a seven-year trial, oh my dubbed the trial of the century by the Japanese media. Because it took 100 years? Well, no, that's another thing that you learn about in The People Who Eat Darkness. The court will meet, like, once a month. Uh-huh. And, and Japanese- the trial's going on next month. Yeah, next month. I also, mean, wow. Japanese legal system has, like, a 99.9 conviction rate because they'll just go find somebody. Well, <laughs> they don't bring it to trial unless they know. No, they're going to get a conviction. They're going to get a conviction because if they lose, then what does that say about, about the legal system? system. Yeah. 
dubbed the trial of the century, the prosecution argued that Asahara ordered the attack in an attempt to throw the Japanese government and declare himself emperor. This is pretty much true. Mm-hmm. Asahara's leader said that senior members of Aum Shinrikyo planned the attack and he had no, no knowledge of idea. any of this. He was just there in a little room. It just happened to happen. For a cult leader there. that controls everything, this happened without his knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was found guilty of the thir- of 13 of 17 charges and sentenced to death by hanging in February of 2004. Oh, wow. Yes. Well. Did they do it? They did, but not for uh, many, many years later. But they did it? They did it. So hang on. Quite a few people were hanged. The people who were. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. That's hardcore. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the morning of Friday the 6th, he had on the date that they he, he cut off his signature long hair and disheveled beard. He had declined all meeting requests from both his family and lawyers starting in 2008. He did look bad. He did look bad. Well, he... He always looked bad. You should see him in the cartoon. He looks gorgeous. I bet he does. <laughs> Milky hair. eye and all. No, he's he has beautiful, perfect eyesight and eyes in the cartoon. Obviously. But he does still have that, like, beauty mark right there. Okay. Uh, a psychiatrist ruled him, 63-year-old Asahara, being mentally competent. His ability to stand up on his own and take baths. Although he did... <laughs> Wait, is that... A, okay. They had to bathe in court. They had to bathe in court. He did, the entire Perfect. time he was in prison, refused to use the toilet and wore diapers the whole time. Oh, like, that's well, that'll gross. show him. That's it. I was like, I wonder, and I, that made me wonder, did somebody have to change his diaper? Or they're like, fuck you, here's your, depends, and if you want to wear a diaper, then that's on you, mister. Just, fuck, just I curious. Know. God, I would love to never find out. Oh, okay. It also seems like too much of a indulgence I guess yes a bit like an it's indulgence it's like if you yeah. refuse to use the toilet then you can shit on the floor then you, how about you just shit on the floor yeah. and live with it yeah yes. uh huh uh, he was awakened uh, on he was awakened on July 6 2018 no 2014 no 2012 okay sorry and informed of his impending execution later in the day because that's the way they do it in Japan oh it's, wow, it's today they don't tell you yeah about you've it? been sentenced to death we'll let you know when it's today. That's hard. Oh, Years later. Um, I've got a card game. Yeah. The government of Japan provides no knowledge to media, inmates, or family members as to the specific execution date once you've been put on death row. Damn. That's mm-hmm. weird and creepy. Yeah. I'm surprised that Japan even has the death penalty. But I'm not surprised a bit. <laughs> now, that you, now that you say it, I was like, yes. Oh, of course they do. I don't think they use it a lot. No. But when they yeah. do, they use it. Uh, it's also true. Speaking of the Japanese legal system, lawyers don't. Lawyers in Western share information that yeah. they have. You have to like tell the other right. ones what you yeah. got. Right. You they know. don't in Japan. So there's lots of like surprise witness. Oh shit. Kind of stuff. Yeah. That's why the fucking trial lasts seven years. years yeah. <laughs> Anywho, Asahara and six other members of Aum Shinrikyo were led into the death chamber of the Tokyo detention house. Oh my god. He wore diapers on the gallows, and they pulled the lever and. Right through, I saw a photo of That's it. It's a very fucking disgusting. Oh shit! The diapers. I don't mean the executions. Yes. and uh, was hung hung by the neck until, until he was dead. dead. According to an article published in the Jap- Japan Times in 2014, there is a new generation of people calling themselves Omers I that take inspiration from Aum Shinrikyo and their dedication to the cause. They worship Aum Shinrikyo as though those pe- that group was pop stars. And one is quoted as writing, their messed up life stories are a feel-good reminder that there are people whose lives are more screwed up than mine. And that oh, is Aum Shinrikyo. Wow, yeah, wow, 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 wow. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> so, how about Jesus? Which do we choose? 
Ladies and gentlemen. I mean, honestly. Eh. Well, we've got to, we'll do the math. We're going to do the math, but I think I know how it's going to turn out. I know. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about that probably came in and I was just, she's like, what about, I was like, well, this cult didn't kill their own mostly. They killed more outsiders. Well, we right. don't know how many people tried to leave and whose ashes were just like yeah. scattered on the ground of the compound. I know. It's like they killed a lot of people, like, but were they creeps? Also true. Also true. <laughs> I'd rather be a murderer than they a creep. They didn't feed guys. any children. It doesn't Seriously. sound like they were there for your money. <laughs> no, yeah, not, no, there's yeah. not a lot of that. And they either. were not there to sexually abuse your children, which okay, that other okay. dude definitely was. What do I have to wear? You're going to wear pajama style robes. And I, if they have another name and I'm demeaning them Dude, by calling them pajama style that's I apologize some comfortable shit it was, was you wear say, silvery yeah. gray almost purple a lot it's not, it's not anymore but, okay so what I have to wear that's not too bad I guess no. I'm sure do I have were. to work I guess in the serine gas you're gonna work in the lab. you're gonna work in the arms <laughs> manufacturing lab or you're gonna be out panhandling AK, oh, carving AK-47s those, out of soap are those worse than working on a ship no I don't know I'm going to give it a three. I, mean, I feel like the flee. ship is trying to kill me and my sarin gas is to kill other people for right. their own good. So they well, can be better. okay, yeah. here's the other thing. But if I'm like a super scientist who's joined this cult, maybe I'm like A++. plus plus. We'll A++. Plus plus. Oh, we'll exactly, love to work yeah. and make sarin gas at a sheep station and outside pit. Plus again, like I'm if, you decide, three. if you decide not to do it, you can leave. Like you can't leave the ship. No, you, you can you leave, can't... but they'll kill you. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're in the middle of the ocean, you can't leave no, the ship. No, you can't just leave. Well, you can't leave Scientology, period. So. Right. Okay. Uh, who do I have to well, fuck? Like um, this is not years. a sex cult. This, so, so I guess there's... I, I kind of got the feeling yeah. that nobody, you were too busy no, being dedicated yeah. to the cause. Yeah. There was nothing specific and no rules, but I didn't get a feeling no. that this was a cult with a lot of... So you do not have to, nor do you not have to... We're already scoring higher than the We other. are already scoring higher, yeah. so... Because uh, I don't wish to molest children. I don't want to kill people with sarin gas either. Just saying. Someone think of the children. Uh, there were no. I saw one picture of um with a kid because I guess some people had children, but there's nothing specifically children related. Okay. In this. Yeah. And that's. I it mean, was more into killing other people than they children. They were way more yeah. into killing other people. They were way those who wronged them. See again. Pages and pages. Okay. A chart. Uh, do you expect me to believe this? That the only <sighs> people on earth need to be killed by members of our cult in order to live good lives? I do not believe this. No. This is going to get low. That's a low point. Okay. Can I go now? No. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's definitely a that's absolutely zero. A, but we wanted to have a... Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, is it body count? I'm sorry. We're doing that one last. Oh. Yeah. Uh, how much is this going to cost? It's going to cost, I think, like, legit, like, general cultiness. You're going to have a job so that you can buy food to eat and stuff like that. But it's not uh, seven-day intensives. Okay. okay. So, I don't know. I'm giving lots of fours because I want it to be the other cult. (laughs) Me too. Is this a man act shit? No, there's no children trafficking involved. So, whatever. So, So they get a seven. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we Uh, go. I'm sorry. What did you say? I said that uh, we need to kill other people so that they can live well. (laughs) okay is there a body count yes yes oh better believe it convicted on 13 counts however however (laughs) however (laughs) they decided to stop at 13 (laughs) yeah but stuff like they can't they didn't 
The lawyer and his family were killed, but I don't think those were part of I think that the trial was all about the sarin gas attack. Yeah. And so there was a lot of other killing that went on, but that was not part of this specific trial. I mean, so you're really, they really could build a case around the sarin gas. <laughs> they, they had yeah, all they needed yeah, yeah. right there. So, but the body count is possibly like I'm because we didn't do Jonestown. That's right. Oh, although the uh, the French ones, the Swiss ones. Yeah, it's true. I cannot remember their name. I was trying to talk about them. The Solar other Temple. Solar Temple. That was it. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, a lot of people died there too, but that was a different kind of. They had acid wine. Okay, okay. so here we Rather go. Rather than it's, just acid in the air. Like sprayed into acid, mes- LSD, mescaline, meth, and something else all like going into the... That's yeah, awful. That you don't know you're breathing in. Fucking nightmares I saw. Pe- yeah, I saw people like praying. Uh, 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 yeah, just like falling mm-hmm. down and getting up and praying. people like puking? Mm. Okay. Like one scene in the middle of hair. <gasps> okay, math time. Math time, math time. Seven. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, that's 14, 12. 18, 19, 20, 19, 20, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine, baby. Nice. Nice. Oh. And it totally beats the 42. It totally beats the 42. So it, I'm sorry, you guys. It turns out we're joining <laughs> we're joining Om- 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 Rikyo. Oh, yes. A thousand parts. Because we cannot even fucking deal with esoteric breast massage. I, no, I cannot deal with esoteric breast massage. I, I'm going to dance on a float. And hope to get elected to the Diet. There's pajamas. Who pajamas. could have known that the gas we would release would end up being sarin gas? Sarin gas. Oh, that's there we go. That's what top rung cunt bullies do. That's yes. top rung cunt bullies. God. Top rung cunt bullies. I feel do. like we're still so much richer for having heard that. Like, I, I this know. Is still I, feel, a win. I feel good about that. You guys, day, you all. Esther Rocket. Is amazing. I I'm here for you, Esther. I really am. I think I'm going to tweet her this episode. I think you should. I think you totally should. She deserves it. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I'm um, all right. Ocean Riccio, we go, and it's fall break, babies, and we will be. Uh, we're going to be off next. week. We're going to be off week, next yeah. week because it's fall break, and I've got a book fair to run this week. Fucking, I can't. Also, <laughs> Mandy's going on yeah. a romantic Ooh. weekend to Arkansas, <laughs> a haunted hotel. What are the what are the, the world's most haunted places thank you very it much it is a super haunted yeah, place Brian and I awesome. spent uh, we went to like the Thanksgiving buffet there one Ooh. year yeah it was great and it was really cool it was I'm really so nice excited. and I was pissed it's off so because neat. I had like just enough of a scratchy nose and throat that like you- not that I wasn't totally laid up but I was like I need to be enjoying my buffet better. Super bullshit. So yeah, that's going to be fall nice. break. We'll have a little something, something for you. Um, also, the thing that I remembered is there was a shit ton when we went there, which was 2003 or four, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. A shit three. ton of straight up mammy confederate tchotchkes. 
is in oh, the gift store. Good God. Yeah. It, I know it seems impossible that there would be racist items in the uh, in, in Arkansas. In Arkansas, <laughs> it it honestly surprised it, me. It was so much and so blatant yeah. that it, it is so still kind of like geez, it please. shocked the fuck out of me. Yeah, because you'll see an occasional you know you see yeah Confederate flag here in Oklahoma, but you will not go into a gift store and right and see here's a bank of <laughs> of <laughs> racist all, shit I was you can like, buy. What the fuck? There is a, a Carrie Nation Museum, and I will be going to that. There that is go. extremely exciting. I'm going to get some hatchetate. You should take your hatchetate into the Confederate memorabilia that's, store. That's it. That's right. There is power in the union. Yes, there is. <laughs> so everybody enjoy your fall break. Boomer sooner and all that shit. Uh, Welcome to Madness Madness. We love you guys. Ready? Okay. Check us out at madnessmadness.com. Madness Madness is hosted by Aaron Byrne and Amanda Clay, with occasional outbursts from Brian Byrne, who is me. Brian Byrne records and edits the show. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please, if you enjoy the show, uh, rate us and leave a review. Leaving reviews helps people find the show. And the more people listen to the show, the more people you'll have to talk about the show with. I mean, just mull that over. You can also listen to us online at madnessmadnesspodcast.com. You can find links to our social media on madnessmadnesspodcast.com. You can email us your thoughts about stuff at madnessmadnesspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>